listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Big money, big booty, bitches tell the truth, nigga. I'm lost without it. Seven figures for a headline. You want some stage time? We can talk about it. Niggas acting like they be rapping like nights on the mic. I truly doubt it. Go against the kid. Y'all don't want to live. That decision is hella childish. Rose gold for my old hoes. They ain't satisfied, so I sit them down. Tenth grade, I gave all the shade, but now she got some ass. I want to hit it now. I don't lease. I just out of feast. I put, I get a blue Capri song, Gary Coleman, bomb head and some cheese eggs. That's a new raise and a signing bonus. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, 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 and it's a busy Monday. Okay, guys, we are sponsored. Yay! I mean, we're getting this money, getting this paper, getting this bread. Getting this money. You know what I'm saying? uh we still some capitalists y'all is what i'm trying to say yes uh but yeah we are sponsored uh today um and we'll get into the new sponsor we got new sponsors uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme Mm -hmm. and uh like i said new sponsors man so uh first of all this show is brought to you by old sponsor and i feel like you guys should all be familiar with uh with this sponsor but um it's called uh adamandeve.com mm-hmm. that's sexy sexy adam and eve is trying to sponsor us sexily uh well let me read my copy of this one they might can't deserve it but they might can earn it i don't know ah adam and eve is trying to help you to get up in there guys okay adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they are backing up that promise check this out go to adamandeve.com you get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter off the code tbgwt at checkout that's a pretty good deal in itself mm-hmm. now backed by popular demand in addition to that and for a limited time only you get the big o kit remember the big o guys don't y'all love the big o it stands for orgasm is what i'm trying to tell y'all uh it includes uh exclusive climax gel mini vibrator um and in addition to all that they give you free shipping uh, so all you have to do to get this is to put TVGWT in the code box and you'll get 50% off of one item and it could be anything. It could be lingerie. It could be a nice movie. It could be an ergonomic pillow. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you into, but put the code TVGWT and you get 50% off that one item. Then you get the big old kit and then you get free shipping. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, come on guys. Help yourself out. All right. Take me out, Kendrick. Pussy. Spend time for it. See no color line for it. Pussy. Double back handicap and go blind for it. Pussy. Pussy got endless prisoners. Pussy always preventing her. Pussy is calculated. Good pussy is rather dangerous. Pussy can be so facetious. The heavyweight champ. Pussy. That's right, guys. So make sure you uh, take care of that. Also, we are brought to you by a brand new sponsor. Okay? Um and this is uh something very interesting for our more alcohol inclined fans mm-hmm. but triangle wine company 
is sponsoring this episode as well they have a huge selection of fine wine and craft beer from all over the world for every budget and we order some okay we got some already up mm-hmm. in there um and i'm trying to tell y'all you don't want to get in on this i will tell you exactly how coming up later in the show because not only can you get you some wine by going to trianglewine.com but you can also save you some money okay so i know i piqued the interest of all my alcoholics hey and uh we will uh we know y'all out there and we'll update you later so uh but yeah uh trianglewine.com is where you gotta go and it's spelled out triangle wine not the emoji triangle okay i know you guys think you got a lot of shortcuts out there uh but yeah trianglewine.com all right uh let's get into uh let's get into the show show oh oh i forgot to mention one more thing forgot to mention um also we are going to be at podcon okay podcon happens december 9th uh through december 10th uh the end of this year uh seattle washington karen and i will be there yes um we're uh supposed to do like a live show there's a bunch of podcasters that are going to be there mm-hmm. uh, if you guys are into you know if you listen to this you're probably into a lot of different shows well uh come check us out you know so we'll be out there and you can get tickets at podcon.com so i know a couple people already bought tickets and stuff and you know we're we're planning on being there so uh can't wait to meet you guys we've never I been know. to the west coast no, area that's so. as far west as that we neither we want to further west i've been is tennessee uh in fact clarksville which is on the other side of nashville yeah so we'll see you guys out there all right um all right let's see what do we have to talk about all kinds of news is happening how about um maybe we just go with uh some regular ass news okay y'all ready for some regular ass news um apparently a lot of ladies might be lawyering up with lisa bloom to sue usher over the unprotected sex shit here everybody get off some money when she get involved mm-hmm. she get real yeah some people were saying like um oh well this is a, a bad sign for usher uh i mean usher is messy because he has herpes that's not true Mm-mm. people get stds all it happens. the time baby but you are messy if you go out having sex with people and not informing them right that's where the problem comes in People act like it's okay to fuck people and not tell them that you got a goddamn STD that you've been a fucking aware of. Right. So, um, yeah, apparently, um, he was, he was, uh, doing good not too long ago, but, uh, now le- good just a week ago. <laughs> now legal documents have leaked the legend that he, uh, paid a pretty penny to a young woman who claimed he was responsible for giving her an STD. Since then, another woman has filed suit this time for 10 million claiming uh she had a liaison with uh, raymond earlier this year alleging he never disclosed his status mm-hmm. i bet you he did not because the thing is you take that other person's right and choice away give them the option of sleeping with you knowing that you have the disease anyway yeah man i mean what you're usher i mean maybe you don't want it to get out 
you know you don't want the rumor mill to go but i don't know man i feel like you have to tell people that shit yeah of course oh so yeah yeah and and i'm glad that someone because you shouldn't be doing that like their thing is hey dog i personally would have never let you fuck me raw if i knew you had this right oh my god hold on i really have to pee guys i can't even like i'm not gonna do pee in the parking lot like i did last time okay but you right. Put some music be right on. back hold on all right we're back sorry guys i uh think i'm going through the change i had a hot flash i clear because i, I mean you pee. was fine next thing i know you were burning it up right um also and unrelated sick news a whole bunch of reckless people think condoms are useless what according to a study this is uh from echosalon.com a false sense of security condoms have never been anyone's favorite sexual accessory but in recent years it appears that more people are choosing to have protection-free sex this new reality is disturbing a recent study released by online doctor united kingdom based online physician consultation and prescription service found that 55.1 percent of europeans and 65.5 percent of americans have unprotected sex the most disturbing figure the study reveals that 29.1 percent of americans didn't use protection every single time the gender breakdown for the statistic is 36.8 percent women 23.5 percent for men europeans don't use protection 18.2 percent of the time the european gender breakdown is 20 percent women 16.8 percent men although the study is less than perfect the people who created the study only surveyed 2,000 people a thousand americans and a thousand europeans the study doesn't describe who these people are how old they are it doesn't highlight uh how many that many highlight that many sexually active people don't use protection during sex i mean oh it does i like that sorry why condoms are falling out even further out of favor apparently although we live in the age of drug resistant gonorrhea teens adults and seniors often still forego protection uh the the reasons for this lack of education come on lack of education about sexual health comes in many forms but the most damaging seem to be that people are unaware how to obtain condoms damn you'd be amazed like a lot of times you literally can get them for free also people have a difficult time communicating the desire to use protection yeah uh a lot of times you know in some cultures uh people look at you like something wrong with you for putting out a condom but i love me i love me (laughs) i can also see this being a problem with uh people not being vocal uh you know like i can see women probably feeling like something because women probably get pressured into having raw sex more than yeah and and also it implies quote unquote oh you must be dirty blah 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 you know oh you think i'm dirty you know it's like a people try to make it a personal thing rather than personal but yeah but i mean you're not well what i'm saying is this if i say look we're about to have sex i would like you to put on a condom that's not really personal Mm-mm. you see what i'm saying like i whoever i'm having sex with right the condom gotta go on that like that's not a personal thing in that moment but people take it personal like oh just me you want me to wear a condom so what are you trying to say about me you see what i'm saying yeah oh, oh okay like 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 people take it personally but the consequences of having condom free sex is you know not trying to find the average sex lasts anywhere between three to five maybe seven minutes at the longest you know doing studies and shit like that 
is that seven minutes worth you catching something for the rest of your life be it kids be it std be it whatever it is you know because people call catching the kid a disease you right. know so it's one of those things where you know and the thing is for me um personally you know i know that you know once you get comfortable with people i know eventually you'll be like okay you know da 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 but you know for a lot of people especially like the first time first few times sleep with a lot of people you're like no you know i I don't trust you i don't know because the thing is when you have sex you are having sex with that person and everybody else that they've been intimate with also and people don't think about it like that and once you think about it like that 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 one person could be connected to a lot of other different people you know and it's one of those things where you know, everybody wanna can think they can look look at they with they eyeball. I know if you got AIDS, you don't know jack shit unless you have a test. And even with the test, the test might not be valid. Right. Me having your STD for the rest of my life is personal, and it's permanent. Right. Well, it depends per- on the STD. Yeah, and yeah, it depends on STD is a permanent reminder of your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, people tend not to grasp the poss- the probability that something could go wrong right they don't understand how susceptible they may be to unplanned pe- pregnancy or sexual infections right and i've um you know oh, oh what okay never mind i know that uh when i go to the i've went to the ogbyn and when you go to the uh ogbyn uh uh you know they uh do like the pap smear and all that type of stuff you know and sometimes they might uh if you if you're having like uh pains or problems you know sometimes they might use a little um what you call that uh it's not glue or gook that's clear that they kind of do like an ultrasound with and stuff like that so um i went one time and you know just getting checked out being sure everything's okay and uh the girl who actually uh does that she was saying that you would be surprised at how many men that she has to actually scan with, like scan their prostates and their balls due to STDs. She was saying like one time a dude came in and, um, uh, which I, I didn't know. She was telling me about a separate incident. She said dude came in with a limp and she thought, well, maybe something wrong with his back or whatever. And she said, come to find out, uh, he had an STD untreated and it caused his like prostate to like expand and get really big and it ended up causing so much pain and weight that he had a limp, mm-hmm. you know? So people fail to realize, you know, and you end up going to like the, um OGBYN to get like this shit scanned so they could see if you know if it's something else and shit like that gonna find out it was an STD he didn't get treated and the thing is you also have people out here that don't believe in STD I have family members older than me that have never had an STD test wow. and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you I don't wanna know bitch I wanna know it's too much shit out here I don't I, why am I gonna drop dead and they have technology that might can't expand my life and I would want my partners to know too so they can get checked out you know maybe because I care about people and I love myself you know um I mean you've been married for years when I go get my annual she'd be like test I like test me for everything you know because it's one of these things where I want to be sure that I'm okay yep if you tell people about the dangers of hiv or risk of pregnancy but they fail to understand this very rare risk occurs with every sex act people are lulled into false security right right and it's also a lot of people a lot of lack of education also in my opinion everybody thinks sex is vaginal sex anal sex is sex oral sex is sex Mm -hmm. for some reason people act like them two don't matter because studies and statistics have shown they've had a rise in uh 
throat gonorrhea syphilis gonorrhea in your throat like people catching disease in their throats like that shit is real you know and, and people try to act like well i just sucked this dick yeah but if his dick got something on it dog it's, it's, it's gonna be in the back of your neck <laughs> right um yeah according to the cdc in 2014 there were 37,600 new hiv infections in 2015 youth aged 13 to 14 accounted for 22 percent of all new hiv diagnoses in the united states the cdc also reports that there was a significant increase in sexually transmitted infections over the last five years and of teenagers who became pregnant in high school there was a cycle of low education poverty single parenting and teen parenting 70 percent of teen mothers do not finish high school grub ads and often the choice to not wear condoms comes with during the heat of the moment also if a person doesn't see an obvious sign of an sti he or she may think that a condom uh may not think the condom is necessary right because a lot of uh diseases depend on what you have a lot of people might not show symptoms at the time they might not even be aware they've had it at the time you know even uh when i went to federal state as an ra uh the uh you know the nurses and things like that would come on campus and they would actually uh talk to which which like say one one of the things where people uh bullshit it off but you know me being all right i had to be there but i learned they talked about std rates on campus and Mm -hmm. and 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 about the the increase in pregnancy and where to go get condoms like and they educated people and they was telling people that people go to these drives and when they go to the drives they end up finding out they have aids Mm -hmm. you know and shit like that and so she was like you need to know your status so that you can be aware for your own self-protection because at the end of the day ain't nobody gonna love you like you and that's something that people have to it's particularly being a woman nobody gonna love you like you and if you don't feel comfortable and if you demand a condom and he say i can't use one be like guess what this some pussy you ain't having today you better go get somebody that's willing to do that and unfortunately most people don't ask their partners if they have an sti right and don't even ask them to get tested so it's like you're willing to have an intimate act of sex possibly without a condom but there's still things off limits to even ask each other right because and it's about the sex because and we talked about this it all boils down to religion people get hung up in religion religion and act like you can just pray shit away or you can just cash it away that's not realistic you've got to be real you know, it's one of these things where people are having sex, whether you want them to or not. They are having sex, so you need to educate them so they can make the best educated decision at that time. Because a lot of people are like, it killed them. I don't give a fuck about it killing the mood. You're going to kill my mood forever with whatever you're about to give me. So, you know, it's a little bit bigger than that, you know. And I know a lot of times... um men and women you know they talk about you know the transition because it's, it's the thing you can actually make it sexy but a lot of people go oh now i gotta stop what i'm doing now i gotta wrap it up my dick might go down well i'm not going nowhere i can wait for you to get back up you know you know pe- to me all those are excuses in my mind it's like i, I don't well, want to hear I, that i think also we romanticize it like we want to have the perfect sexual encounter every time you know when you look at tv when you look at porn like it's always like never there's never anything that would quote unquote kill the mood or be realistic most of the time like the hottest sex is just two people not even concerned about that because in our fantasies part of the fantasy is i don't even have to be concerned about this shit but it's not a reality and i think that's a big part of it i mean mm-hmm. you see so much t like people uh were bringing it up about uh insecure saying that oh they didn't use condoms on insecure uh they just be having sex and it's like 
you know i understand as a writer being like well for the scenes that we want to do we we don't we just don't want to bother with that part of the fantasy but at the same time uh that's not very realistic or yeah. she may have purposefully written it that way yeah i mean sure uh, right, you know, right. i mean you know what i'm saying people, it may be a pregnancy scare later or something right or like yeah and that's real for people too because most people that has engaged for sex for any long period of time uh well some people their whole life they've never had unprotected sex but for some people they may have dipped and dabbed and shit like that and it's one of the things where you go okay yeah I'm, but you know what i got myself tested or right. you might have found out you were being intimate with somebody uh or um, not being protected and they having sex with somebody else or somebody else get pregnant so now you have to get yourself tested to be sure you didn't they not bring a shit to you so it's one of these one of the things where you've got to male or female or no matter what your sexuality is you've got to love yourself i i mean i don't know why i can't because i wish people would have told me this when i was a child you've got to love yourself enough that your demands and your standards are high you know and if somebody tells you that uh there's a problem with that you're not the problem they're the problem yeah even if you're an adult you might need to hear this right 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 and it's and, right and it's and it's, and it's and it's one of the things where you you have the right to demand particularly a woman what enters your body because that's the thing you are entering me you're mm-hmm. putting something in me i got the right to demand what covers it because it's going inside of me yep uh so yeah um basically uh there's also other methods of birth control so now people feel like oh i don't need a condom because one of my biggest fears is just getting pregnant not getting an std so why would i use a condom if i have birth control or you iud or contraceptive shots or whatever and uh you know stds or stis are still a real issue Mm -hmm. and and actually on the low it's actually growing and it's growing at a larger rate because every time you turn around they want to close fucking planned parenthood they want to make it where you can't get insurance and 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 cover certain doctors they want to make it where you can't go to certain specialists like like on the low you know uh, hiv rates are actually increasing in certain areas of the country you know a lot of times people have lack of ability to get to condoms so, you know, it's one of the things where, you know, put it like this. Everybody thinks that they're exception to the rule when actually nobody's an exception to the rule when it comes to shit like this. Mm-hmm. Um, college, that college student who um, graded his ex-girlfriend's apology letter, you remember him? Mm-hmm. He got suspended from the school uh, because he shared the letter on Twitter, but then I believe he got unsuspended from the school. Um because his parents and people spoke up but it's good to be white is what i mean to say guys i mean everything about that story was so white and so cool you know uh the school uh wanted him to apologize right um which is interesting because he never says her name i don't think he got her picture or anything on it but um you know they basically got him banned right because and the thing is he might not have but you know people know her know him it's with social media the world is small somebody knows something Mm -hmm. well his ex felt she was cyber bullied by him right and it did go viral so right and people search and look and all that shit like you know it it was not a cool thing i know people got their jokes and shit like that but overall 
it was not a cool because if this was you you would have a fit yeah um but yeah apparently she reported directly to his school and filed a grievance with the university following a review by ucf the school rule lutz would be suspended for both the summer and fall semesters in 2017 for violating the disruptive conduct and harmful behavior portions of the university's conduct code lutz discussed the suspension on his facebook page with an extended rant directed at the university accompanied by a letter from his attorney because the thing is you're paying to go to these universities you don't that's a thing and let and, and watch whiteness works you don't have the right to, to go to these universities it's actually a luxury for higher education to be told mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting because like i said he purposely left his uh girlfriend's name and stuff identifying shit off of there but i'm sure people that knew him knew right right and eventually it probably got out and people but i just even if it quote-unquote didn't go viral as far as people identifying her people knew and it matters well at any rate the school reversed course on that um uh so he he actually is not going to be suspended yeah watch whiteness work Mm-hmm. You must knew the right people yeah, a lot of, his family must have gave the right dollar amounts, whatever the dollar amounts is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess good for him, man. Uh, and I guess that's one of the things I would say about that is you got to be careful what you put on the Internet because in his case, it was really the fact that it went viral. Right. You know? I think he would have been okay if it was just like, I don't know, a hundred people saw that shit, nobody retweeted or whatever, like he probably would have been fine, but a hundred ninety one thousand retweets, nigga, uh she gonna see this and everybody else gonna see this. And somebody gonna ask, Did you know your boyfriend got some shit out there? Cause somebody gonna know who who's who's actually behind his Twitter handle. Right. Um, all right, let's see what else we got. Mm, all right, how about some LGBTQ news, guys? That'd be interesting to you uh let me get the music up because i think that would be interesting if we had the music we had the music going to go with it uh all right here we go There is something I wanna ask you. There's something that I wanna know. To this question, you have the answer. So tell me what I wanna know. Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? 
Do you wanna fuck with me? Hey. Jimmy Kimmel apologized to Caitlyn Jenner for transphobic jokes. And one sec, uh, apparently Caitlyn Jenner was on Jimmy Kimmel Live this year, this week, and talked about her transition, her love of Aerosmith, her continued support for Donald Trump. Ugh. In one segment, <laughs> sorry guys, in one segment, Jenner took J- Jimmy Kimmel to task for anti-trans jokes that he made about her. Now, I do wonder how much of this is just about he made the jokes about her. Come on. Not that he made the jokes, but they were directly at her. Mm-hmm. Because she don't give a fuck for the fact that she still support Trump. Right. She mentioned this while talking about the media's coverage of her pushed her to come out as a trans woman to their kids. She looked right at Kim and said, in fact, guys like you making some uh, some jokes as a way to nudge him into talking about it. He responded, we didn't know what was happening. We thought you were just vain as if making fun of a cisgender person's gender expression is fine. After that, he said, sorry about that, by the way uh jenner said uh she accepted his apology she added that kimmel has always been her favorite comparing him uh positively to late night show host jimmy fallon uh, in another segment she talked about how she was she only found out that she already knew some transgender people after she came out as transgender and how Aerosmith's do look like a lady was her anthem in the last segment they talked about politics jenner said that she does not regret voting for donald trump yeah she had 53 percent. she part of the problem and cited his appointment of neil gorsuch as the supreme court as a positive thing that trump has done she said that she is a republican mainly because of taxes and tried to say that the u.s is the most taxed country in the world before kimmel told her that's not true then she switched to say that the u.s has the highest corporate taxes which is also not true but her honesty that voting republican is about personal enrichment at the expense of the well-being of most americans is uh, as it is for many wealthy people is appreciated the u.s has a top marginal tax rate for corporations which conservatives use to argue that american corporations pay more taxes than corporations in other countries which is not the same thing at all the top marginal tax rate only applies to part of a corporation's income the average tax rate takes into account the rates that apply to other portions of the corporate the corporation's income also there are write-offs and exemptions that lower corporations effective tax rate come on so even though the u.s has a top marginal tax rate of 35 percent the average corporation paid about 12.1 percent of its income in taxes in 2011 for example even assuming that jenner mixed up these terms unintentionally her statement still isn't true two other countries have higher top marginal corporate tax rates yeah i mean it's it's funny because i think she said that she's not speaking to kanye west right now or something like that but same thing with her megan kelly kanye west when it's about them it's uh you insulted everybody but when it's just but when it's not about them it's like whatever because you can't be mad at jimmy kimmel for jokes and then be like but i support trump for real shit that he does that will kill and harm transgender people all over the world right and then you wonder why people come for your neck like uh bitch you get get the fuck out of here right um the transgender toolkit for teachers is making huge strides for inclusion and education count this as a win for trans kids in minnesota on july 19th the department of education in minnesota approved a toolkit for transgender students at public schools the toolkit 
provides information to teachers and administrators about gender identity and such issues as pronoun usage and inclusive language as well as advice on how to create a supportive school environment for transgender and gender non-conforming students mm. at a meeting last week attended by more than 200 supporters and opponents of the measure the minnesota department of education school safety Techni- technical assistance council voted in favor of a set of guidelines called a toolkit for ensuring safe and supportive schools for transgender and gender non-conforming students um the document which is designed as a resource of information and guidance not a binding set of rules will be given to minnesota public and charter schools grades k through 12. a draft of the toolkit explains that the document was created in response to recent requests from school staff families and students for advice about how to ensure safe and supportive inclusive environments for all students including transgender and gender non-conforming students hmm. you think our lovely um uh, Secretary of, uh, of Education gonna ban that shit. Uh, well, federally maybe, but this is a state right. making this decision. Uh, the toolkit advises teachers and administrators to avoid making assumptions about students' gender identities and to instead ask students for their preferred names and pronouns. Hmm. Yeah, that is a good step. Furthermore, right, you don't know unless they you're not trying to find unless they tell you. For a lot of people, you won't know. Right. Furthermore, students in transition should be able to alter their names and gender listed in the records without legal documentation. Right. The guy further suggests that teachers avoid language that reinforces gender binary, like boys and girls, instead use gender neutral terms like students and scholars. Uh, it also explicitly states that trans students should be able to use the restrooms of their choice. The toolkit points out why it's so important that transgender and gender nonconformist kids and teens feel supported at school. These students often experience intense bullying and harassment. According to a 2015 U.S. Transgender Survey report, 77% of trans and gender nonconformist students, grades K through 12, experience harassment or mistreatment due to their gender identity and expression. These students also experience unusually high rates of attempted suicide and suicidal thoughts. It's crucial that these kids and teens be able to find support from the people around them. Every kid deserves to grow and learn in an environment where they feel comfortable safe and able to be themselves correct uh so yeah man shout out to minnesota who knew who knew <laughs> i mean uh, we rarely get to cover good news i don't right, really have anything right. bad to say i'm sure there's Ooh, some trepidation they, about yeah. how it'll be executed and shit but i mean that's we moving in the right direction got right. some other than snow uh andrew garfield confirms that he is straight and says his gay remarks were twisted the old taken out of context eh? going with that one Mm-mm. for the uh i mean it to me even when i read the comments the first time it felt like he was trying to make a joke about being like just like a mm-hmm. joke where it's like i do this thing therefore i'm gay like all those people that made those jokes about gay brunch shit where it's like right. if that brunch is gay then i don't call slap me silly call me susan you know Honey. it felt like he was trying to say that like i'm gay just without the physical act i watch but it didn't come off like that right people was like what i watch rupaul's drag race and shit like that and then it's like, like and yeah uh and when people ain't ain't feeling what you're talking about and they don't trust you um and you play too much that's what happened you know people didn't it's like you're acting not a comedian dog come on uh but yeah he said as far as i I know i'm not a gay man people didn't think you were honestly maybe i have an awakening later in my life which i'm sure will be wonderful i get to explore that part of the garden but right now i'm secluded to my area which is wonderful as well that's the original comments 
uh in a response to clarify's uh remarks he said that discussion was about this play and how deeply grateful i am that i get to work on something so profound it's a love letter to the lgbtq community we were talking about how do you prepare for something so important and so big i was basically saying i dive in as fully as i possibly can my only longing is to serve and to keep the world spinning forward for the lgbtq community in whatever way i meant to he stated he said his remarks were intended to speak to my desire to play this part to the best of my ability and to fully immerse myself in the culture that i adore uh garfield has a long history of being an ally of the lgbtq community he also made headlines for publicly kissing other men including stephen colbert and ryan reynolds on last year's Golden glows there's a couple things one isn't it amazing how these straight white actors and mostly straight white dudes um they kiss other straight white dudes and then it's like oh my god how brave you know wow he must really care about lgbtq people but sometimes it's like they're doing it almost to mock being gay you know like seth rogan and and james franco it's like well y'all are kind of kissing because y'all think it's funny that two dudes would kiss right that's just like that uh home two preview they keep doing daddy's home yeah daddy's home yeah Mm -hmm. same thing there where it's almost like they mocking it Mm -hmm. you know uh the other thing is uh i did think his comments were about saying uh i can play this gay role without being gay because i like gay stuff and that's not out of context Mm -mm. that's not no one misunderstood no one twisted what you said they it's just like a lot of shit we're in the age of the internet you're hearing from people that you normally wouldn't have heard from correct you got the clap back from people that are just tired of hearing that mm-hmm. it's no That's you know old trope yeah like it's no and it's and honestly is not to sound insensitive but as a straight male with your privilege it, it really shouldn't even really bother you that much because i mean honestly just don't say it mm-hmm. like that again just now you've learned your lesson motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit you sorry leave it at that rather than to be like you know oh it was taken out of context no it wasn't people just don't want to hear that no more you know it's like if i said uh oh yeah i get to play because the other thing is they were asking why were you getting to tell you play a role that is essentially as a gay man why didn't a gay actor get that role you know that's the point to them so you going i like gay shit is like well that's just more doubly insulting because it's more to being gay than watching fucking drag race every week come on you know so so it was you know and you get to opt out of that yeah you do because you're still straight and you can still just be like uh just kidding guys uh i'm not gay you know it won't cost you a role no one's gonna say we can't make andrew garfield a leading man he watches rupaul's drag race but they will say we can't make zachary quinto uh a leading man because he's open he's out and gay and we don't want him kissing a woman on screen that shit might really cost him some opportunities and you're just kind of joking about it correct um like i said not really the worst thing i've ever heard somebody say mm-hmm. not it just seemed like people are tired of hearing certain shit they've been hearing it their whole lives and they every once in a while they're gonna let you know i'm not down with this you know it happens and, and that's just that's also the consequences of making a joke sometimes yep you might have to hear about yourself it happens all the time you know um anyway clarified um team vogue put out a guide to anal sex mm-hmm. wonderful 
I haven't read it or anything like that, but from everybody that's read it said it was great and it was educational. And I think the person that wrote it said that they wish they would have had this information when they were younger. They would have had made better decisions sexually. Yeah, I think um, it was written by G. Uh, G I don't know if it's Gigi or Gigi Engel, but um, uh, the guy was anyway. But um, the person who put it in the, in the ad is a is a gay man who was saying like, "Look, dog, I when I was young, I didn't have access to this information. It's not taught in our sex ed classes, mm-hmm. not taught in schools. I learned when I went to the Planned Parenthood or the clinic, and mm-hmm. they told me about it. Like the nurses had to tell me about it. This is after I had sex already. Right. I could, and I can't remember 100% sure, but I think he said he had even been exposed to somebody with HIV in his first sexual encounter. He just didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. You know, kid, that's the thing about all this. Like, don't teach the kids this shit. Your fucking kids are going to fuck. I hate to be that crass about it as a lot of parents that listen to this, and I know it probably it hurts in the pits of your stomach it makes you nervous and concerned for them entering this world that they're not prepared for the consequences of shit but part of the reason they're not prepared is because of parents that don't educate and and try to 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 shelter them from from life and you can't no you can't your kid is going to fuck okay you all want your kid to fuck at some point by the way everybody wants it whether it's the fantasy of having grandkids or it's just them getting the fuck about your house you want them to go somewhere you want them to be happy you want them to move on with their lives someday but you want to do it on your schedule well the thing is your schedule ain't really life schedule so your schedule might be like well after she graduates college she'll finally get some or maybe once he uh you know once he settles down and and that that's not how life normally works a lot of these kids are going to be exposed to sex whether it's through their phones through the internet through other friends uh early in life not to mention having sex and stuff now these kids statistically are safer than when we were kids to be honest yes they are um but that still doesn't mean that they shouldn't be educated and especially if your kid is gay man like if your kid is gay they have even less shit out there like i we talk about sex ed but i often forget the privilege that we have of being straight sex ed just covers our shit yeah 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 because sex ed don't cover any of anything else right sex ed just covers vaginal sex it they know i don't even know if sex ed even covers oral sex i know it don't cover anal sex and i think anal sex needs to be taught uh, and not only for 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 lgbtq but even for straight people because straight people engage in anal sex also so it's one of these things where you can show people get them educated if that's something they choose to engage in because for a lot of uh women who actually enjoy anal sex you know like somebody asked on the facebook page the other day they was like uh what's one thing you know about sex you could do without and a bunch of women threw up anal sex they was like anal right. anal, anal and the particular person she was like well you know this is something i've done and it's very enjoyable and people started asking her questions because even though we're grown right. a lot of grown women don't realize something about that and not trying to be funny most straight men don't know how to do it and most straight women don't understand the concept so a lot of times dudes just throw that dick in there and you're like hey dog this shit hurts and it turns most people off for, right. for women for straight women it's right. they're like oh, fuck that if it's that i ain't got time to do that but right. if you were more educated it would be something you would be more willing to engage in sexually well also speaking of kids there's a lot of kids because of religion 
that have figured some type of workaround where we can have anal sex but not vaginal sex right you know now i don't know how that logic works you know i'm not part of that world like that but there's motherfuckers that believe it though it don't matter like we have made the idea of vaginal penetration um and the devaluation of women and womanhood and your girlhood to mean so much like you're no longer pure if you've let someone inside your vagina mm-hmm. um specifically with a penis you know um but yeah once you let someone in there you're dirty whore jezebel blah 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 mm-hmm. once we once you've done that you've given these kids a complex so they go i'm still having urges to want to have sex right a lot of times the anus has nerve endings that do feel good when stimulated and shit yes they do it's kind and then you know these boys and shit are, are still super horny and shit for those uh who for like i said even in those heterosexual cisgender relationships where people are having sex they still might be having anal sex so and those are kids like i said so i mean because listen to that logic that sounds like a fucking kid right like what i just said is some shit a kid would believe like some harry potter like you can fuck me in the ass but it don't count type of rule but it's still sex and a lot of times when they engage in that they're less likely to wear a condom than they would if they was to have vaginal sex well especially if they don't know right anything the ins and outs of it and like and like and they think oh i can't have a baby we just talked about people not wearing condoms i can't have a baby so therefore i can have anal sex but in this case um you know this like this people got mad is what i'm trying to say team vogue published this shit and motherfucking parents got mad you know there was like uh um a woman who burned the magazine like a fucking old-fashioned book burning by the way if you're burning books that has to be uh, like can we just not call burning things that you pay for uh ultimate sign of stupidity come on whether it's burning lebron james jersey or it's burning a magazine you bought off the stand for your daughter um i feel like both of those are equally stupid right uh here's a video of her though uh, oh she calls herself activist mommy so you already know she a handful hi i'm elizabeth and i'm the activist mommy i cannot believe what this teen of vogue piece of trash has printed in- by the way let me just say th- when i talk about branding this is also branding yes it is she called like when you got to start your video with hey i'm the activist mommy all right i like that means every day you wake up and you need to come up with something to put on a video to be mad about to put on the internet that's what the fuck you do you can't you're not just this isn't just janet that got upset with her daughter come on this is branding this is viral this is a commercial it has 11 million views at this point yes sir most of them probably from people like us who think she's being fucking ridiculous but probably a lot of people that are supporting her too like children should not learn about this first of all it's called teen vogue not children vogue but still children should not learn about this if you want to write about what the kardashians are up to fine but don't tell my kid anything they can use in life to avoid having an std you know you don't have to buy teen vogue right right and it's june edition they are teaching children 11 through 17 that's the target audience of this magazine teen vogue children 11 through 17 how to be safely sodomized yes they are teaching kids how to have anal intercourse we should not be teaching children period 
how to have sex. Hey, look at what's in this magazine for teenagers. Teaching kids how to masturbate here. Here, all about homosexual sex, gender fluidity. See, this is that other thing, too, where they decide that if, um, if my kid learns about it, then they will become that oh if you show a kid that there are gay people in the world that kid will turn gay how did that not work on all of us why isn't the world 99 percent gay we all know and have learned and seen gay people do gay stuff right we've seen people kiss each other we've seen quote-unquote men dress like women and women dress like men like i said quote-unquote but we've seen all the things that these fucking christians are so fucking afraid of why aren't we all fucking just why why isn't this just sodom and gomorrah why isn't everybody just walking around like i hey how's it going uh, at the meeting uh also you gonna be there for the six o'clock orgy like why isn't it what y'all say is gonna be we all know about this shit at this point like why why like what are y'all so fucking afraid of and i i swear the thing that i feel that they're afraid of is that we are going to accept people that already exist it's not Correct. that we're gonna it's not that we're gonna learn uh, we're gonna turn gay when mm-hmm. people talk about the gay agenda and all this shit it's not that we're gonna all turn gay your kid's gonna be gay no what you're gonna what your kid is gonna learn is here's a world that recognizes these people and they accept these people and they treat these people with respect and they feel like they shouldn't be shamed and now i don't have to be ashamed and i will learn and pass down that idea of not shaming someone they're afraid of that because that loses the little bit of power they have in their little sad insignificant lives that they can hold over marginalized people because they're never going to be fucking rich and they're never going to be famous or they're never going to be whatever the fuck is dream they want to have like they're never going to be that shit but what they can do is no matter how low on the fucking pole they are they can always turn around and be like well i'm better than your gay ass and they don't want to lose that so a magazine that would somehow say hey guys gay people exist and sometimes they kiss hey guys anal sex people are having it you you know who else is having uh, anal sex 11 through 17 year olds um maybe you can learn how to do it the right way maybe you can learn how to protect yourself hey girls there's a stigma about masturbating let's get rid of that stigma at 11 instead of you fucking having a hang up until you're 35 40 50 60 dying because you can't like you won't masturbate so you end up feeling like you need to attach yourself to some sad ass ain't shit ass partners that can't even sexually satisfy you and don't give a fuck about you because you can't even satisfy yourself right like it's that kind of shit that it's it's like control methods and they're so fucking afraid they're so fucking afraid but you know what the more than anything i just said because i know people do hate women and i'm not knocking i'm not saying this shit isn't about women's being in teen vogue and shit but mostly it's about hating gay people right mostly it's just about this idea that this is a quote-unquote gay thing people like anal sex you must be nasty because she said sodomy you, right like, okay dog right. you know it's just anal sex ain't nobody you see how she said and nobody like that's a that's quote unquote a fool because of the crime what are you talking about you see how when she looked at the pictures of the, about the people kissing and went as homosexual like clearly she had a problem with that specifically that if it would have been fucking leonardo DiCaprio kissing some girl she wouldn't have said a motherfucking thing so it's the gay shit that's that's really that's what this is about 
tacitly she's you know she ain't gonna come out and say it but tacitly she's like uh they they letting gay shit be in here uh you gonna teach women how to satisfy themselves well then they won't need men and that's the most important thing gotta make sure these men are protected and taken care of (sighs) oh yeah lena and grace dunham real role models for our teenagers parents I am asking you to go to your local gas stations, your local libraries, and your local grocery stores and ask to speak to the manager or preferably the owner and demand that they remove Teen Vogue from the shelves immediately. These editors' brains are in the gutter. Now let's put their sales in the gutter where they belong. Teen Vogue is garbage. The editors' minds she really started this fire in the woods so she could burn one magazine y'all it's a big ass fire too y'all what's wrong with, what's wrong with the straights about a husband and boyfriend and chopped down all them trees behind her as a straight i feel so ashamed what is wrong right with what is wrong with you woman why are you so threatened you couldn't right and and, and the didn't person- you have a 53 percent haircut to go get I know, and the, the man at the bodega don't give a fuck. They're gonna be like, e- either you buy, or you get away, fuck away from my bodega, bitch. Right, hurry up and buy, bitch. Right, come on, fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, I, I just speak to your man. I don't give a damn. I would like to speak to a manager real quick. Uh, I'm the manager. Um, well, what? Listen, uh, what's your name? Uh, Muhammad. Muhammad, it's time to take Team Mac. Team Vogue needs to come down. Okay, we need to pull this magazine. It's teaching our teens to do. Mel, Mel, listen. You see that rack up there of silver magazines that got covers? That's all people fucking. That's just porn. Just as some of it's gay, some yeah. of it's straight. We got a black tail up in there. Listen, this is not the place for your morality. Show ain't. Uh how much do you want on punk number six? Right. <laughs> right. You got the librarian looking at you like, bitch, I don't even know where's that in this library. You know how right. big this library is? No, ma'am. I will not go tear up the version of teen vogue and you might not tear it up because it's, it's it's government property my kids gonna learn how to fuck okay jesus if they ain't already the having sex the author's minds are in the garbage don't let your kids read garbage you don't have to what are, what are, what are we talking about here dog? if you agree with me please like my page to be my friend brandon share this video with the hashtag pull teen vogue brandon god bless it's all about brandon dog yeah all about brandon ain't that some shit yeah all about brandon i am so outraged okay children are gonna be going out here having sex with each other meanwhile our daughter ain't seen her in months because she's been too busy doing these videos right her daughter's somewhere having sex come on in the ass i'm just saying uh but yeah man just trash um let's see what else we got here um oh kentucky must pay attorney fees for all those couples that were inconvenienced by kim davis when she said she wouldn't marry uh people because they were gay she wouldn't issue the marriage licenses or certificates or whatever uh because she said it's against my religion uh well taxpayers in kentucky are gonna have to pay two hundred and twenty thousand dollars in attorney fees for the couples who sued rowan county clerk uh kim davis for refusing to issue marriage licenses to avoid having to give them to same-sex couples good yeah fuck them they should have fired her sorry taxpayers but um maybe this will keep y'all from having biggest on the payroll because see that's the bigger discussion that we had here is 
why the fuck are we hiring people that won't do the job out of some bigotry that was the people's thing they was like who gives a fuck just stamp it fire her and and i think if they get smart just put the shit online i should maybe just to apply for my shit online somebody does an electronic approval and call it a fucking day y'all always mad about some taxpayer money anytime somebody spends a dollar on some shit y'all don't like no some black shit y'all pull out the uh, my tax dollars my when a politician does something you don't like my tax dollars pay your salary when police do something you don't like my tax dollars well you know who those salary y'all tax dollars pay this woman and she wasted 220 thousand six hundred and ninety five dollars because she just ain't feel like it come on fuck out of here that should be a fireable offense right. there's no way she's worth that money and i'll be that's probably more than her salary and that's why they gotta pay because they didn't fire her y'all would have saved more money firing her and paying and going to court and paying the fees to to for her wrongful termination suit that she was gonna file mm-hmm. y'all would have saved more money that way idiots anyway i'm glad they lost and i'm glad those couples got their money back right um shout out to those <laughs> shout out to those uh to those lawyers that's the real mvps they getting all their fees paid mm-hmm. vatican police break up a gay orgy at a cardinal's house mm. i'm watching the keepers right now guys on netflix i'm mm-hmm. probably like four uh four episodes in let me tell y'all something dog i try to keep this shit to a minimum because i know i understand motherfuckers get sensitive but i do not understand this religion shit at all you they they let these priests fuck all these kids in their town on some they cap they priests what we supposed to do how did no one just shotgun a nigga in the motherfucking face give a fuck if you got a collar is your collar bulletproof you touching my kid dog what oh my god it's infuriating to watch it's slow as fuck though so if you guys are planning on watching it I, I i will be honest like it's from the making of murder of people so the shit every episode about 15 20 minutes way too fucking long because you know they can't just tell you the story out of here is jane making a pot of tea i like to put a little sugar in my tea every morning you know they they say it does the body good (laughs) and then they do that like with every person i go fishing every morning at six in the morning i get up and i go fishing then later on it's so weird because they introduce you to the person it has nothing to do with the story and then they get to the story and it's like i knew he was raping them girls and you're like why didn't we just start with this i didn't need to know you (laughs) are an adorable old man that's in the fly fishing none of that had nothing to do with the rape story just tell the fucking the truth of the story let's just move let's go discovery channel would have did this shit in an hour right and also uh particularly here in our country you know religion is deep and years ago it's probably changed over years you have you had whole communities where everybody was like the same religion you probably still to today in little small towns right but you know like the whole town the whole city nobody turned on nobody people knew people were doing this shit and you would quote unquote be an outcast or you know put outside the city and everybody would turn it back on you you started reporting shit but you know it's one of those things where a lot of times it goes back to brainwashing when it comes to religion some people lose common sense listen cops was fucking them kids Woo-hoo. priests was fucking them kids men in the community was fucking them kids 
everybody was fucking these kids it's crazy they was letting the priest do gynecological i guess i don't know letting them do gynecology shit on the kids dog on the little girls they were male priests they had no fucking you don't have a nurse for that a nun can't do that dog for real and it was it was all documented this shit was wow it was so fucking sick and it made me so mad and i try to hold this kind of anger in because it's not healthy and honestly i try to remind myself of all the positive things that my people that are christians and religious that have done so much positive things in the world and you don't i don't ever want to lose sight of that because but it it made me so fucking furious because that same belief system allowed this kind of abuse to go unchecked right for these people's entire fucking lives like a person was murdered in behind this shit and it like these people got to live full ass lives you know so it just bothers me so much so back to the story vatican police break up a quote-unquote gay orgy at a cardinal's house yo these cardinals these people they get to push down on the world through their religion through their vehicle uh gay people uh, are evil you can't be saved you cut that shit out then they get to go to their house and fuck other people that are the same sex because it's different for them isn't there isn't part of the religion they don't can't get married yeah priests can't get married nuns too right nuns can't get married they're all married to jesus jesus the biggest polygamist on the planet apparently uh vatican police broke up a gay orgy at the home of a senior cardinal last month officers raided the home belonging to the congregation of the doctrine of the faith the department in charge of tackling clerical sexual abuse and other major issues oh my god what how you in charge of with black dynamite i'll sell drugs to the yeah all right it claims the main inhabitant of the flat was secretary cardinal francesco coco palermo palmerio uh head of the pontific pontifical county uh council for legislative text and a key advisor to the pope he apparently had recommended his aid for a major promotion to the rank of bishop but his latest scandal is likely to stand in the way of his career ambitions the secretary also spent time recovering from the two drug two drug overdoses one in the hospital in rome and another in the italian monastery his struggles with drugs are also said to be preventing him from progressing mm. so like i said before saint new pope same shit nothing has changed apparently um, not um and uh, there are people that still support your religion and you know every time this happens some people see the light and be like well fuck it i'm out too so that cuts off money you know because a lot of diocese and stuff have closed <coughs> some of them have had to combine a lot of them are losing particularly here in the united states i don't know about other parts of the world they're starting to close getting smaller and smaller smaller people are like i'm not giving my money to y'all and and and, and putting my child up to be fucked one senior cardinal hired to tackle the vatican's finances cardinal george pell has just taken leave of absence to defend himself against sexual abuse charges in australia and cardinal garrett Mueller, head of the congregation for the doctrine of the faith has not had his tenure renewed uh both cardinals are seen as doctrinal conservatives who were standing in the way of the pope's progressive more merciful reforms of questions of marriage divorce and communion you are a conservative that's like look i don't want you to be progressive with this with this pope with this church new pope also i'm fucking having gay orgies in my house but uh you know the rest of you guys you you shouldn't do it is for me it's fine 
for the rest of you guys you guys are out of control with this gay shit right resistance to the pope is growing the source told the paper we have seen five troubling stories emerge in a matter of few days that how i'm just saying if this pope is the real deal and he's super progressive and he's trying to change the 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 the, the, the vatican right how the fuck are the people under him having scandals a sign that he the people that are opposed to him by the way how's that a sign that he's wrong that he's a bad pope you know what i mean it will shouldn't it be showing that they're hypo- hypocrites i don't know but you know like everything else they got a bunch of person at the top and just assume that you knew right um yeah the pope has lost credibility in the eyes of many because mm-hmm. they were like how did this happen a lot of people i mean and to an extent this is a valid question how did this happen underneath your watch why didn't you know about this why had nobody informed you and who knows it may come out that he may have been informed and been aware you just never know right you know they might have been doing a quote-unquote internal investigation all right let's go into fucking with black people uh i swear all the lgbtq news would be like one good article 10 bad uh here we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles, make us feel fuck with. We assign points, scores of zero to one hundred, intervals of twenty five for how much we feel fuck with as black people. And today's contestants are, of course, everybody. Why wouldn't they be? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I got to show you guys this one. Let me put it on the screen. Okay. There's a new ad out by Procter and Gamble of all people. Um, the baby powder people. The baby powder. I mean, they sell everything. Yeah, P&G, they do. Mm-hmm. P the P and the G baby. You they, know, they own everything. Yeah, I feel like uh, ointments, medications. Right. Like when we talk, wax, you name it, they like we got our hands in that bitch. We talk about corporations we all supposed to be hating. I'm sure they're on the list of people we supposed to not fuck with. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some slaves was down there helping them build an empire. Right. Well, they put out uh, an ad called The Talk. Is it showing in the chat? Yes, it is. Um, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Let me see if I can. Let me see how long this one is. I know there's two versions. I watched the one minute version, uh, but this one might be longer. Uh, okay why is everything moving on my screen stop okay play and play alright gonna have to go to YouTube alright it's cool but the talk is essentially about black parents mm-hmm. uh, and the one I saw have mostly black moms having to explain to their kids what racism is mm-hmm. or how it's gonna affect them you know something that we as black people talk about all the time <laughs> uh you know having that talk that first time your parent let you know you black the world is gonna see you differently and you need to be aware of this shit because you know the jig is up right and for that's that's i can't imagine it's very difficult to explain to a child you know very hard to you know because some children feel like you're just being harsh and you're being unrealistic Mm -hmm. um and it's a hard pill to swallow because a child is just trying to be a child and actually be a good better indifference once you have this conversation with your child their view on life literally changes forever all of a sudden right. i can't be carefree all of a sudden i have to watch how i talk all of a sudden i have to watch my facial expressions 
you know, all of a sudden, you know, the, 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 the prison, uh, uh, the school to prison pipeline starts about middle school, you know. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, you know, I have to watch what I wear. I have to watch my hair, you know, what types of hair, particularly in girls' hairstyles you wear. I can't be sassy anymore. I can't voice my opinion anymore. And it's almost like, you know, to children, it's almost like you locking them up and putting them in jail. You're doing it out of being caring, concerning, but also to an extent, um, it's sad, but to an extent, uh, you kind of prohibit the things that they can and cannot do. It's right. almost like you put invisible walls around them, even though you don't want to. It's almost like you do for their safety. Right. You're essentially telling your kid. Um, you can't be free. Right. Um, it's not showing. Oh, wait. Is it showing up? I just see it spinning right now. Do you okay. All right. I got it showing up in crowd in the, um, Chrome, but it's not showing up in Firefox. Mm. Um, all right. I'm going to get this. I'm gonna try something else. Let me see if I can share a tab. Okay. Um, I bet you can. All right, give me one second, guys. It's just like a picture in a picture. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see. Screen share. Um, how does this work? You just pick the current screen, and it'll look like us with us again. Uh, I don't know if it'll. I'm sorry, guys. This is all this is all new to me. Oh, no problem. I um, wonder why I'm not playing. What's up with that? I don't know. Entire screen? No, that's not it. Application? No, that's not it. I don't know. Maybe Firefox just fucking up. I don't know. know. Open up another window of it or something. Here you go. Okay. Oh shit! Am I still sharing? Nope. Okay, you are now. Okay. The lady at the store. That is not a compliment. Listen, it's an ugly, nasty word. And you are going to hear it. Nothing I can do about that. But you are not going to let that word hurt you. You hear me? There are some people who think you don't deserve the same privileges just because of what you look like. It's not fair. It's not. Remember, you can do anything they can. difference is you gotta work twice as hard and be twice as smart. Come straight home after practice. You got your ID? Yeah. Guess I stop you. How's your review? We're good. You good? You see? We're good. Okay. Good. Now, when you get pulled over. Um, I'm a good driver. Baby, don't worry. This is not about you getting a ticket. This is about you not coming home. I'm gonna be okay. Right? Okay. okay. It's not fair. But you keep showing up. You are not pretty for a black girl. You are beautiful, period. Okay? Don't ever forget that. says let's all talk about the talk so we can end the need to have it my black is beautiful png um oh, did you notice that the little girl had a white doll in the mirror Mm-mm-mm. well her mama was telling her don't ever forget that she's beautiful oh yeah like she had a white doll wow yeah this shit whoever directed this shit uh must have been and also i love how it's just black women mm-hmm. 
talking like eat boys sons or daughters doesn't matter there is like and it's not that the fathers aren't there there's fathers in many of these scenes they're just not the ones talking at the moment um but it kind of reminds me how you know black women are the backbone of um our existence as black people you know it's, it's one of the reasons i take it so personal when people slight black women because who the fuck do you think you would be without black women if you black you did some black woman somewhere has enriched your life you know what i mean hopefully black men as well this is not a knock against black men but too often we get caught up in the disrespect and misogyny that other people have for they for they women and we let that shit slide like it's okay with us and it shouldn't be because you know literally um you know the that that black mama is strong you know what i mean i know it's not uh you know people don't want to black women don't want to be labeled as strong quote unquote as if that's all they are and then there's no they can't be fragile no one ever supports them and wants i'm not saying that but we also can't lie and say that uh black women aren't like the foundation that much of black progress black success black life is fucking founded on you know and the weight of that is what came across to me in that ad was just like the weight the, the toll that this takes on these women because it, yes they get their moms but they're not just moms you know what i mean like right. and and this you're putting this life out into this world that leaves your house and it's a world that's rigged against these people and you have to deal with that and i'm shocked shocked procter and gamble put this shit out i don't i don't even know what the point is i don't even know what they're selling i'm surprised people ain't protesting you know anytime you talk about black beauty or anything oh i didn't even look at the comments anything anytime you do something like this Mm. Mm. and you talk about being black and the shit that black people have to deal with Mm. why are you race baiting why are they having these conversations i don't have to do this with my children you know i don't have to have a talk with my children my children just allowed to go out and be themselves yeah okay they are selling stuff at my black is beautiful um what they oh sorry who said that don't mean to play that again but uh they are selling stuff you know uh learned about our campaign how to live affirmed in today's society well some of the shit ain't selling it's just it's just advice and shit i mean look i get it man the cynical part of me is also like corporations trying to profit off of black positivity which is like a thing now it's definitely the wave on twitter black sales being woke is selling right and, and, and you know um so i can understand that as well but i won't lie the art the ad looked really good to me yeah it didn't and and actually it's very very touching particularly people that have grown up quote unquote because i don't i don't looking back at my life i don't know if i ever if anybody ever really set me down and quote unquote had a talk with me mm-hmm. i just realized shit mm-hmm. you know nobody ever sat down and you know i knew i was black right you know i i grew up in an environment because i know everybody grew up differently i i never grew up in an environment where um i felt as though I thought something was wrong with me growing up as a child. You know, I personally dealt with bouts of depression and suicide as a child because I always thought something was wrong with me and my skin and my hair and just being who I am. Um, but nobody ever really set me down and, you know, said, hey, you know, let's talk. I was just aware and alert, you know, just 
watching TV and watching friends and what I watched a lot. I watched a lot of adults and their interactions and things like this. I remember one of my first times where I, I think I ever realized uh, my race was, um, uh, well, two times with the one, one of the, uh, first times, uh, down, uh, down, it's not even that this, this mall is now something else, but freedom mall, mm-hmm. they had like a Sears or something in there and there was some penny loafers and my aunt had some on her feet and the people tried to accuse her of stealing them. I didn't notice at the time, but, uh, yeah, they actually, you know, put a roll went through a bag. I mean, it was just a whole should do. And you're a child going, well, why are we being stopped? Why am I here? Why am I wasting my time? You know, other family members had to show up, you know, as a child, you really don't understand what's going on. All you know is you want to get on with whatever it is you were doing. You're like, now we stuck here fucking forever, you know, and they literally had to call the police and they had to watch the videotape then they had to you know prove she had to pull out her receipt and say look i didn't steal this shit i purchased these shoes i've had these shoes you know and 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 to and to an extent sometimes i get to be told baby sometimes i get so sad sometimes i'm not even gonna lie when things happen and i have to have to talk with layla because like we'll go somewhere and it'd be like me her and your mama and like she'll have like some candy and i have to tell her leave it in the car put it in my pocketbook put it in my purse she was like i got the receipt i was like that don't matter don't bring it in here i don't want nobody to accuse you of stealing that shit breaks my heart i can't speak for anybody else but it because she's just a child she just wants to be a child and just wants to do her thing and and shit like that but it's like you just feel like well, well i want to have this conversation with you because the thing is you you being naive can cause all three of us to go to jail yeah I'm, i mean black kids don't get to be kids like not long no you know but uh yeah and i you know i don't remember any specific talk but i remember many talks like there was just many talks like the idea of needing to especially as a black male um because it's a little bit different i can't speak to what exactly black women get told but i know for black men you know my dad was always quoting the the odds of you making it to 21 are low you know uh comparatively um the like he's like if you can make it to 21 without being in jail in a graveyard or uh like you know hiv positive or um you know like just not not dropping out you know stuff like that he's like you will have beaten a lot of odds 21 you know a black kid making it to 21 a black male anyway i, I can't like i said i can't speak for women i don't know the statistics just i only know these because my dad drilled them into me but right. he, he was just like look man that shit is like this is a, a rigged game out here you do have to be careful you do have to, it is not fair you will have to be smarter you will have to keep your nose cleaner you will have to watch who you hang out with you will have to watch how you talk you will have to do these things and you know these are the lessons that parents have to convey to protect us right like like i think a lot of people turn around they resent black folks for that you know Mm -hmm. i I mean and this isn't to uh defend it necessarily but to say i understand it and it's one of the reasons i'm not necessarily like when i say don't call me an activist i'm not radical i'm not that shit it's because some of this shit i still don't know how i feel about the way we talk about stuff like respectability right because like to to 
to to some people it's like well your respectability won't save you and i agree it won't save you but if that's the tools you learn to survive as, as a black person in america those are the tools you give your children Correct. you know um ultimately do i feel like we're harmed by uh you need to dress nice and maybe maybe we are harmed by that being told over and over again how how rigged this game is and how how you have to play it a certain way to even make it maybe in some ways we are ultimately holding ourselves back from certain shit from that but at the same time i have never put a life into this world i don't know what i would tell my kid i don't feel like i don't trust this country enough to tell my kid we'll just go do anything and be anything you want to be and don't worry about it you know i don't know how you raise a black child and go be colorblind or don't um don't worry about race don't don't let it hold you back i don't know how you raise a black child and you don't tell them the 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 steps to not get killed by the cops even as you know that is pretty futile and if a cop wants to put a bullet in a kid (laughs) people are going to justify no matter what i don't know how you do it i don't but this but the ad hit something at home at the end where it said you know and i I didn't read it on the air but it's it's like you couldn't hear it but it was like this it, it was basically like look man we need to build a world where we don't have to have a talk where black parents don't have to have a talk that's the goal where you where your kid does get to be a kid because that video only had five thousand views that is by procter and gamble right like that is a major corporation only five thousand people have seen clicked play on that shit i didn't even know it existed till you press play right i can't even remember how i found it this morning i just found it and was like i have to play this i almost cried so so you know it's it's some deep shit man and uh i like i said i don't know enough about project gamma i'm sure i heard i hear a lot of positive stuff from them about how they treat black people and black employees and put back into community i hear a lot of positive stuff that being said i know it's the age of social media and everybody got receipts and i'm sure that if i say anything too positive some motherfucker gonna hit us up and be like you know they used to kill black people and and take their dogs and sell them back in 1905 and you know what that's fucked up if they did that right but i will say this ad watching it i don't feel fucked with it at all zero i, I think no, it's great I, I i don't feel fucked with it at all either somebody asked if they apologized to mine yes they had to they had to apologize uh to her and one thing about my niece i give your mama and daddy kudos because you know talking to layla layla has more knowledge and she's a lot more equipped than i than i ever was like you know we talk about shit and just to hear the shit she say you be like well damn i wish i would have known that at that age i might i might have made better personal decisions if i would have used certain things in that perspective well parents give you the tools that they have you know and my my grandparents have i mean her grandparents have a lot of tools now you know like um yeah because they research and study themselves like they go well i didn't know it all yeah my teachings my the way i've learned things i view things completely differently now i've learned how to expand my knowledge i've learned how to look at parenting differently you know and nobody knows all the answers and there's no no there's no such thing as a perfect parent 
yeah i'm a product of two wonderful people man and layla has a lot of people loving her in her life mm-hmm. and i hope that she continues to feel that love but absolutely man i like that's the shit i think about all the time though but that that um because because i think you know on the social media and you know with our clicks everything's so black and white sometimes right you know it's like don't push your respectability on me it's like yeah i feel you on that 100 percent. i'm not even saying it's good or whatever but there's sometimes where i'm like i and i'll i don't know i'll just maybe i'm just indoctrinated too i'll just always look back on certain shit and be like they did that out of love like like i will will never look at pull your pants up for my dad and go well obviously he just didn't want to see a free black boy expressing himself like i will always look back and like that's the best way he could pass down to me like yo when you walk out this house motherfuckers are gonna be looking for a reason to kill you so don't give them one and and that's the best we had it's fucked up but it's the best we had you know it's it's uh it's just sad that the world's that way that we have to make these you know because mostly i watch that ad and it's touching but i get sad for the kids me too because i I do remember many many talks with many many black people um as a kid being like damn what what the fuck like i hadn't even experienced this shit yet and y'all are already telling me it's gonna happen you know and like i said that's just as a black boy you know i've been around situations where people have talked with girls and shit and the shit you have to tell girls it's is fucking, harsh girl. it's a goddamn horror movie it's yeah it's 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 terrible it's it's horrible it's oh uh, i was <laughs> it is something else because it's one of the things when it comes to uh uh females particularly black females they're you know they undervalued and so it's one of these things where you know, the biggest thing for you is don't be bringing no baby into my house. The biggest thing, I don't want people calling you a whore or a slut. You know, the biggest thing is don't be, you know, keep your legs crossed, keep your legs shut, you know, uh, and shit like that. Um, and, you know, don't let them end up finding out you're intimate. Then you're all kind of whores and slut instead of you having a, you know, I know everybody's not like this, but I can speak, you know, from experience and dealing with other people that it is not cool once people find out because a lot of parents uh and even including even some parents uh listeners to this show and something that i'm going to personally say uh don't lie to your children a lot of parents tell their children that you can talk to me about anything but you literally mean you can talk to me about everything but fucking fucking is on the table too y'all don't lie to your children because the first time your children come to you and open and you cuss them out and you show your ass and you act a motherfucking fool they will never tell you a fucking thing again in your life you're gonna wonder why they shut down you're gonna wonder why they push away and then when they need you the most actually to help them make decisions you're gonna be talking to a brick wall because children never forget yep uh the producers of hbo's alternate history drama confederate where slavery still exists speaks out speak out on the black backlash now for um the people that that were talking it was actually not the two dudes from game of thrones who um are white dudes it was the writers uh nichelle and malcolm spellman who are uh the two that well i say uh writers they're actually producers um and uh they're partnered with david benioff and db weiss um so they did an interview with vulture and because they were talking about the backlash because i don't think 
which is funny i don't think they anticipated the amount of backlash that they got Mm-mm. um because people were just like turned off by the idea period you yeah, know and like i said the way they promoted all you see these white dudes you were like oh fuck that right that was the other thing everything was the two showrunners from game of thrones and everybody was like photos you right. just seen three white dudes posting you were like nah i'm good anyway they gave her an interview and uh malcolm said they took me in the shell out to a restaurant told us the history of it they had the script the movie version but they felt taking it to tv would be better and they knew they needed black voices on it he continued for me in the shell it's deeply personal because we are offspring of this history we deal with it directly and have it for our entire lives we deal with it in hollywood we deal with it in the real world when we're dealing with friends and family members and i think nichelle and i both felt a sense of urgency and trying to find a way to support a discussion that's percolating but isn't happening enough as people of color and minorities in general are starting to get a voice i think there's a duty to force this discussion initially thinking that this would be a black game of thrones spinoff michelle spellman said i just remember being so excited absolutely terrified at the same time i can't remember the last time i approached any story like that so malcolm and i left the lunch and couldn't stop talking about it the entire way home they cleared up that this is all taking place in the present day or at least close to present day his this is a present day or close to present day and how the world would have evolved if the south had been successful seceding from the union and what that was what was so exciting to me was the idea that in order to build this we would have to rebuild world history okay if this had happened here how did the rest of the world change that was another huge bonus factor for me the idea of rewriting some of history of the history of like the french revolution what happened in the entire world if that one event had ended differently uh malcolm asked this is not a world in which the entire country is enslaved slavery is in one half of the country and the north is the north as michelle was saying the imagery should be no whips and no plantations uh as vultures joseph adelaian points out twitter's criticism for people like roxanne gay from people like roxanne gay and joanne reed they said they understand i do understand the concern i wish their uh this is from michelle i wish their concern had been reserved to the night of the premiere on hbo on a sunday night when they watched and then made the decision after they watched an hour of television as to whether or not they succeed we succeeded and what we set out to do the concern is real what i've done in the past what malcolm's done in the past what db has done in the past proves that so i would have loved the opportunity for the conversation to start once the show was on the air saying that you can't litigate on twitter malcolm says i don't know that we can change anyone's mind but what people have to understand is and what we are obligated to repeat in every interview is we've got black aunties we got black nephews uncles black parents and black grandparents we deal with them every single day we deal with the struggle every single day and people don't have to get on board with what we're doing based on the press release but when they're writing about us and commenting on us they should be mindful of the fact that we there are no sellouts involved in this show um that's interesting because uh one of the things that I like because I because somebody brought up like well shit Ben Carson got black aunties and shit and I'm like you know what that's a good point you know but I also don't think Ben Carson would ever be like I ain't no sellout Mm-mm. uh I do and like I said I uh I feel kind of bad for them but good for them like I'm glad they got this opportunity I am interested to watch this show mm-hmm. I understand other black people will not be necessarily and I understand the trepidation and I'm not going to argue with you your feelings are valid I'm sick of people telling right. us <laughs> that we have to all have this uniform opinion about shit if you are black and you are like I do not give a fuck about this show and I don't want to see it I get it and I ain't going to fight you on it mm-hmm. straight up and don't worry about fighting me because I could give a fuck to be right. honest like you 
i'm going to watch this whether you do or not i want to see it i love shit about slavery and i want to see the parallels that they draw from present day to what the fuck is happening in real life in present day because i feel like a lot of shit gets said in art that we don't say in real life right and a lot of shit gets heard in art that people refuse to listen to in real life look no further than how motherfuckers white people watch the wire and then they went oh god drugs in the inner city this is a terrible hopeless rigged game and i'm like no shit motherfucker new right station. i just hope yeah I, i'm about to hit it right now i just hope that it doesn't turn into uh <laughs> the wire where white people be like i'm woke because i watched this shit because then i might be cussing some white folk out um all right let me um go to the next um let me go to the next session we'll be right back guys um it won't take but a second and you, we heard about you before you even got up here. Why you have a chance? You need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't gonna get you paid. Because you're not that cute. And your hair is uneven. You look dusty. So I'm saying, what else are you gonna do besides candor, rob, steal, trying to trick some girl up out of her baby's check or something? Uh, the baby's check. The baby's check or something, Karen uh but yeah so i do plan on watching it and i actually think that interview was a good interview i did want to hear for those black people i feel like those black people are in an impossible situation and y'all know i have a history of rooting for black people in some impossible ass situations uh whether it be the president of the united states or the motherfucking uh head writer on some ain't shit ass show or whatever like yeah if you need somebody to root for a motherfucking hopeless cause uh <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to black credibility uh i'm your i'm your huckleberry you know so i will definitely be rooting for them i hope they get enough the only thing i worry about and and this is the kind of shit you don't hear for years and maybe they write a book or something afterwards but how much creative control will they have will they have enough equal partnership to tell the benioff and weiss we can't do that right because if not then i don't give up then it's just blackface on a white idea that's probably gonna be fucked up but if it's black people with some agency i will listen to that you know i'll listen to i will watch something where black people have a little bit of control and power and they can go hey man for not for nothing but the way you want to execute this as a white dude uh you're fucking this up and it's gonna be a problem right because they'll never forget the wire is everybody's favorite shit but david simon was on twitter making nigger jokes before so Ain't, ain't nobody you know I'll, ain't none of these motherfucking woke white people are above fucking up right so anyway karen oh but oh, for for me by the way i i would say uh 25 fucked with on that article because i would have rather i would have liked to see because they actually have a longer article um but i would like to hear weiss and benioff say how much control those black people have right because that matters too yeah, yeah they need to be able to veto they need to be able to uh yeah, come up with ideas of their own uh it can't be well at the end of the day it's my idea as a white man fuck you black people because that's how it normally is right and that's what everybody's afraid of that's where everybody like, nope not gonna waste my time because they're like i'll come back if y'all say the shit good because you know they know some people are gonna watch it regardless and they're right. like if y'all don't say it's flame emojis i ain't gotta worry about me that's why i stay saying 99 percent is gonna be bad but i'm watching for the one percent chance it's good come on i hope i hope i hope i hope it's good that's all i got to what positive thing could come of this if it's bad right i hope it's good and i hope those black people 
if they if it's good i hope those black people get to win some awards and shit me too uh but we'll see because it's hard to trust karen what about you oh yeah 25 because uh-huh. the thing is is uh you actually should have put the black people's name on front and you didn't and mm-hmm. i understand why you didn't because you know they're quote-unquote not not the you know the quote-unquote faces of it but it never looked good when when black shit come up with white faces because a lot of times people including myself are like i don't want to hear nothing about our history for fucking white people because it's always whitewashed it's always gentler the white people are never bad the white people are are are, are you know always the quote-unquote the good ones coming to slave the slaves you know you you don't want to make master look bad when that's not the realistic uh reality of what happened at that time yeah you can't make these slavery shits where white where white people don't look bad right you know um i don't know what else um that's something i did want to know what have malcolm and michelle spellman worked on in the past okay uh i'm trying to look it up now on my google um because i because i don't know what else they've done so i can't even really say uh oh maybe i should imdb um i can't even really say how what expectations i should have like if i look on here and they did some cool shit i'm gonna have to be like hold up now uh you know what i mean like (laughs) hold up now this might not be as good as i hope it could be uh maybe they got a history so let me do my googles real quick before i mean i'm still gonna give him a chance but let me do my googles malcolm spellman he's known for ooh empire uh our family wedding and foxy brown which foxy brown mm-hmm. the uh the old joint or the, the uh, let's see sopranos is up there yeah empire our family wedding sopranos road to respect video game writer though uh i don't know he doesn't really have a long history it's mostly empire episodes uh i don't know we'll see i ain't we will see what about hers uh let's see michelle spellman is she even on here are they husband and wife or something or a sound i think so okay michelle spellman not coming up um so maybe she not uh on imdb Hmm. oh she might have had no credits michelle spellman actress in rough cross in 1997 that's the only one they got um i don't know if that's her or not um hmm. somebody said they think she had a different name oh okay hold on because it said malcolm michelle spellman in an article but you know what wouldn't be the first time they fucked up a, a black woman uh <laughs> they might not even be related or married and they just was like y'all be married yeah she read it out and go like bitch what that's not my last name yeah i don't yeah uh nichelle d tramble oh and then it says spellman okay written as nichelle tramble spellman okay so maybe they the, the article put them as maybe they are husband and wife but i'm saying she don't that's not her working name right almost like doctors get married and they don't change their names oh she got long credits she got uh the good wife justified mercy harper's island women's murder club she's been working for a while since since like 2007 uh they don't have no pictures of her or nothing but i saw that picture i put up earlier they both black um all right yeah man you know what 
i'm giving it a chance i understand don't write me don't please do not fucking write me about why you won't give it a chance i swear to god i i do not need to hear it. i i respect it and you don't gotta explain trust your reasoning is good enough it's valid this is not about We're a not debate. challenging you this is not a fight i'm going to watch it you're not going to talk me out of it uh i love I'm not shit gonna make you change your mind That's i love good. shit about slavery and y'all niggas knew that when y'all hit play on this motherfucking podcast come on so yes i will be watching this shit and if it's whack i will let you know it's motherfucking whack too but right. then you yeah can make, you can make your executive decision from there yes stop typing on the motherfucking <laughs> keyboards right now because i hear sin it's i swear to god man like black people not a monolith but boy certain shit it'd be like no nigga you can't do i'm like bro you can do whatever you want let me do what i want to do you know i'm not, like everybody that came on my page to, whenever i post these articles to be like i'm not watching i'm like that's absolutely fine um, yeah like i no, this I, is i didn't come to argue with you baby i get the trepidation if the shit turn out to be whack hey you saved yourself an hour that i lost but right. i want i want to see it i need to see this shit Ooh, i want these white people good and evil oh Mm. i'm actually a little disappointed y'all see <laughs> i know we operate on two different wavelengths in general with me and most black people when it comes to this shit i did want to see the whips and the shit i want to see brutal white people I, like whatever the i just hope whatever instrument they have to discipline these slaves in the updated version i still hope is shows just how evil white folks is because they did technology. evil shit yeah i don't like when they whitewash it and make it seem like it's some good slave owners or they they're had, not as brutal as i just hope whatever the new because it's gonna be some type of yeah, punishment they, they had a robots beating us you know right you yeah. talking about technology you you had you but it'd be like instead of having like a slave over the slave just be a robot over the yeah slave. it's gonna be something it's gonna be something be terminated watching us and shit yeah i don't know what it's gonna be but we all know it's gonna be something it ain't like they mm-hmm. just gonna and now white people are very, everyone's a nice slave owner you know it ain't gonna be that no you know not if no black people not no real ass black people watch writing it right you know it's gonna be a, a, a against the law to learn how to code and shit right <laughs> They're like, nope you niggas better not learn how to code like insecure last night for those that watch that karen don't get this joke but y'all will let the bitch read <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, i love that show uh all right um watch nra tv host warns white families will be tortured and killed if black lives matter succeeds grant stinchfield a host of nra's online television network made more incendiary comments about black lives matter activists allegedly stoking racial hatred against white people i swear it's like they don't even look up what black lives matter is it don't matter they this is yeah, why you are niggers and that's all that matters to them and this is really why i stay out of the activist beef right what the shit they're fighting against is too ridiculous Come on. you know what i mean it's like oh you want to um so you want to have a, a show that talks about um racism and teaches white people to be better people that's really a show about killing white families Whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is happening? How did we get you here? You know what I mean? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, ever since the Obama is a Muslim that is a terrorist is ever since that shit I've just been like, yeah, I I'm checking out on the your activism is not as good as his activism shit because it's really pointless cuz white people ain't listening to none of y'all. Right. 
they don't care it's just us fighting with us because we the only ones that care because white people don't give a fuck this not in the masses no not in right now you know you might have a a hot smooth seven percent of y'all out there but the rest are like fuck it like this kind of um this kind of white person they don't give a fuck and then you got it like i said smooth seven percent that really care you got the 53 percent that don't give a they don't give a damn and you got the rest that pretend to care and they the fucking worst right like when we see uh like when people argue about whether netta and deray are in the black lives matter organization or in the black lives matter movement or the movement for black lives like we the only people that care about that a handful of niggas care about that white people just think they all terrorists they all coming to kill our families and rape us and kill us which 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 is so so counterfactual to every think about the existence of white people in america and think about how scared they are of black people how is that possible how is that possible i ask you looking at history how is that possible you know how it's possible because white people don't they 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 protect themselves from learning history so they can vilify us we become the bad guys that they are like like white people have genuinely been the bad guys of america for the existence of america yeah and in their minds pretty soon we don't know when but something gonna change and we're gonna fuck around and you know they're gonna basically treat us the way we treated them and you know particularly with the browning of this country like the browning of this country petrifies them because of that uh, now we ain't gotta worry about the niggas now we gotta worry about the uh, uh latino latinx you know uh uh, uh mexican uh descent um people coming here and now we we just really 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 brown and them brown people don't at least at least the niggas speak the language them brown people don't even speak a language now, i got to turn another language that's whatever i speak american and shit All right fuck around with you um but yeah they they decided that uh apparently stinchfield began a segment of his show by noting that race relations are strained here in america after eight years of barack obama because it's him that caused the relations to be strained right it's his fault uh okay uh although you can see that they are nowhere near as bad as this in south africa where white families are being tortured and killed almost every day in racist violence that said his guest chuck holton cautioned viewers to remain vigilant because black lives matter activists could stoke enough animosity to inspire similar violence against white people in the united states yo these motherfuckers believe in that race war i don't know what comes first is it you get the guns then you believe in the race war or do you believe in the race war so you buy the guns whatever it is it is fueling fucking the nra it is fueling gun sales and ammunition sales in america white people worried that black people are going to come and get our shit back right you know the parents we just want to live we don't give a fuck about you all your guns right we out here having the talk and y'all motherfuckers out here talking about they gonna come get our shit right you know the parallels between what's happening in south africa and the blatant racism and violence we're seeing from people like black lives matter crowd what blatant racism and violence are y'all seeing from them y'all always say that there's no examples of it meanwhile we bring up any of these white fucking terrorists on american soil that are killing black and brown people y'all motherfuckers lose your mind they ain't got nothing to do with me if we continue to let this get out of control to go down this path of this racial tension this racial hatred that's being forced on the american culture by the black lives matter crowd pointing out racism to new racism it is and it's one of those things where they won't take it back to the good old days when niggas was dying and they didn't have to see it that's 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 all this is like a lot of people fail to realize trump 
kept his motherfucking promise and he is doing everything that he said he would do people need to pay attention he said he won't take it back the motherfucker is taking it back yep uh Houghton did not cite any specific sources for his information that white people in south africa are being slaughtered on a mass scale but he continued to insist that what happened in the united states is the black lives matter succeeded that, yes because they don't get news from news sources really Mm-mm. this has to stop if you want to see why it's so racist stop you look at south africa over between three and four thousand white south africans have been killed in the most horrific ways brutalized rape torture drug behind cars had drills taken to them some really horrific things well, hey, if you say so, it must be true, bruh. A hundred. Yeah, one hundred. Gotta give that a solid ass one hundred. Mm-hmm. I thought they're stating facts that they don't even know it's true or not. Man, I swear, this shit is stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people fail to realize, you know, uh, particularly when you uh, show that Procter & Gamble um, thing, it mm-hmm. really made me kind of think about my life and reflect on my life people for us it is hard just being a fucking adult navigating this world it, it is difficult it's difficult sometimes just to get up and walk outside your door going i don't know if i'm gonna make it back home or not now i gotta worry about a child making it back home to me right uh all right you know what let's wind this bad boy down with some white people news okay um actually you know what karen if you don't mind uh could you go and get us uh, a couple glasses of wine just the wine glasses i mean with wine in it okay yeah, i mean i what i got a you. couple glasses of wine <laughs> you guys what's going on is it me am i the one that's tripping uh so yeah we're gonna have karen go get some wine um and then we'll start our white people news and de-stress okay guys um and uh let me uh play a clip of something till karen gets back so we can stall oh insecure is back so i'll play something from insecure you guys know how i love that show She give him all the cookies, but cookies on me pussy. This girl is kind of loosey. Dudes take her off the shelf and they put her on credit. 30 days later, they be turning and regret it. Dudes like a dish rag, dumped with a hashtag. I blame it on the pussy. That shit must be bad. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell. Maybe, Maybe it really smells like pussy. Oh my God. Something about me. that pop that y'all heard that was um me popping up in this uh this wine um and yes karen is uh taking her sweet time getting it guys so let's listen to some other hits uh from the audio archive until she uh 
she gets back. I am a young, black, rich If that don't let you know that America understands black matter these days, I don't know what it is. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matter, especially to my Oh, little Wayne, you, you fascinate me. Uh, it's Hollywood's first black acting school. It teaches you everything. Classes are enrolling now. Learn to play TV pimps, movie muggers, street punks. Courses include Jive Talk 101, Shuffling 200, Epic Slaves 400, Dial 1-800-555-COON. Black acting school. Don't try to be cool. Call Hollywood's first black, black acting school. school. All right, so now we can get to some white people news but we're gonna do a segment i like to call wine and white people yes oh we okay. gotta get some cheese too then we're gonna do this right you got to get cheese cracker next time my bad brought to our brought to you by our sponsor triangle wine company they have a huge selection of fine wine and craft beer from all over the world for every budget and they do i went on that site guys you will get lost in this motherfucker i was on a <laughs> site so long picking out stuff i just everything i'm like oh blueberry wine that, that looks de- oh wait ooh, hold blueberry? on what is this oh this, nigga, i, got I can't pronounce wine. this you know like i i don't know anything about wine oh, yeah. guys yeah right. it's dry wine wet wine i don't know they had the north carolina selections um they have well-known brands to rare finds from small producers you can shop online you gotta order ship to your home or workplace and if you live in the raleigh durham area of north carolina stop by the stores for their weekly free wine tastings and beer events oh shit yeah visit trianglewine.com to compare their competitive prices and remember when i told y'all i was gonna help y'all save some money mm-hmm. save 10 percent on your order when you put an offer code tbgwt through the end of august okay oh shit now so i mean you guys need to hurry up and get on this is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say okay because we gonna be drinking and i want y'all to drink with us okay like right now they sent us a fine listen i'm gonna mess up this name because i'm not fancy but right uh asadon uh, renard that feish 2016 y'all know how it is uh uh a lot of words in latin and also ah! Uh, it is. Oh, I think it's French, actually. That makes yeah, sense. that's what I say. Poly vous français. Most, yeah, a lot of it was French. Method, uh, ancestral appellation de origine vague contrôle Elaine Renaud Fash. Somebody said, show them the label. Oh, y'all want to see it? Louis Dressner selections. Mm-hmm. It's a rose sparkling wine. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this from the Negroes. Oh, yeah. D- yeah, I got that Negro palette. Shout out mm-hmm. to uh, Miss Smart. Yeah, when I seen it was pink, I said, yeah, it's right up my alley. Right? Should I even play a cover song? You know what? You're going to have this day off, guys. No cover song for you. We'll get right into this delightful white people news. I know, do I put my pinky up? Shit, what's happening? White people in wine. <laughs> Ooh, this is good and stemless wine glasses oh this is delicious for the true alcoholic who doesn't want to lose an ounce even when they lose their balance come on the stemless wine glass um fam- yes. oh i'm sorry yeah uh if you got the sweet tooth like me this is right up your alley Mm-hmm. family bonding time molly cyrus hangs out with dad billy ray and mom tish in malibu tish that's her mama name i didn't know that ah all this time y'all didn't let me know that little girl mama name was tish tish and they be judging us y'all we gotta be twice as good 
and twice as smart and work twice as hard come on and they're out here with names like tish apple oranges and peach and grape mm-hmm tish we all know a tish mm-hmm. name probably like letitia mm-hmm. went to school with us mm-hmm. best friends with alizé come on and lexus Mm-mm-mm. anyway molly cyrus enjoyed some family bonding time with her parents on monday the 24 year old singer was joined by dad billy ray and mom tish you mean the dad who sexualized her mm-hmm. remember all those she said all those men signed off on her dressing that way and all that shit mm-hmm. well, her daddy singing it can break it hard mm-hmm. and she headed to pavilion supermarket in malibu california the 24 year old left the store with a collection of goodies in hand including straw hats and a case of red bull she seemed like a red bull drinking person mm-hmm. um the billy ray 55 was trendy in a t-shirt and tapered jeans and boots tish 50 was boho chick a boho chic in a spaghetti strap black dress and flip-flops i don't even know what that means you know she was boho chic it's something that the nouveau riche do karen oh mm-hmm. when you're sipping fine wine like this you just start to understand apparently so it ups my 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 white iq molly is one of the one of six children to include brandy trace christopher brayson and noah the family appears to be important to the star who is often seen with her siblings and sharing photos of them online or promoting their work on social media on sunday molly took to instagram to share a shot of herself along with her little sister noah sister sister at noah cyrus slaying since o2 lol she wrote in a shot of then nine-year-old molly dressed in a powder blue tracksuit looking behind her as a two-year-old noah faced the camera oh that's so cute who knew she would grow up to appropriate all blackness oh they're so cute although molly publicly supports her siblings entertainment careers the actress and singer recently reflected on her own childhood in the spotlight there's so much i don't remember about being a child entertainer because i was so much kept to my kept to wait it was so much to keep in my brain it's like anything when you are in it i don't i didn't realize how much pressure i was under how that shaped me until like this year people were so shocked by some of the things that i did it should be more shocking than when i was 11 or 12 i was putting full hair and makeup a wig and told what to wear by a group of mostly older men i didn't want to become some sort of man hater because i love all humans i'm a humanitarian she said beyonce said girl all lives matter she said beyonce said girls run the world and that was an important thing to say because i was so consciously uh i think subconsciously we are beaten down to believe that it isn't true our whole lives it's no it's no wonder that a lot of people lose their way and lose who they really are because they have always been have people telling them who to be well you used to talk bad about beyonce glad you came around I'm glad you came around too she got tired of getting stung this sips for you molly oh mm. shit <sighs> pictured catfish nev Schulman passionately kisses his wife laura polongo after they are pronounced husband and wife in a romantic wedding what oh shit i guess she finally caught that fish <laughs> also shocked that he straight thought that dude was what? i thought neve and max were a couple for the longest time i did too uh and there's nothing wrong with that i just thought they were a couple and mm-hmm. I did too. I was waiting for them to come live in their truth, and I was wrong. I apologize, Neve. I did yeah, not. Yeah, I apologize too, because I always thought y'all was a couple too, and there was nothing wrong with that. I thought it, I thought maybe they felt the world wasn't ready 
and they were gonna come out and be like we catfished america we gay we right. love each other and y'all y'all need to deal with it but uh, apparently i was absolutely wrong uh but yeah apparently uh he's been love in love with her for two years and they tied the knot the couple got married saturday in a romantic ceremony in the back garden of his father's home in east hampton new york with little cleo as a flower girl uh not pictured max in the background crying sadly and saying he's okay Aww. i never imagined i could be this happy knee 32 gush to the magazine Mar- wait is hold up what's going on with this okay so he got a suit on in in the the wedding photo where he kissed her mm-hmm. he was walking around with a t-shirt later on and some shorts yeah probably after the ceremony mm-hmm. yeah because she looked like she took off her dress yeah so this, this is casual as fuck i like this yeah and I like this vibe yeah and uh i don't know if that's his baby or not but but, but shout, shout out to him yeah i never imagined i'd be this happy marrying a woman of my dream having our beautiful daughter there with us i'm a very lucky man the ceremony is officiated by youtube star casey neistat laura 31 a freelance writer and photographer walked down the aisle in the ground by israeli designer inbal raviv and jeweler jewelry by edgar mosa um oh her baby got the same outfit that's so cute yeah i actually kind of really dig this wedding Mm, yeah it it kind of reminds me of my brother's wedding yeah yeah we really laid back yeah 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 like i said ours would be really laid back we probably make most people mad um if we was to ever have a share my mind look whatever your favorite comic book character is that's what you wear some blue jeans and t-shirts and come on out (laughs) the bride wore her hair to one side in an effortless appearing fishtail braid with pieces cascading around her face she kept her makeup simple but chose to play up her look with a natural smoky eye pale lip she accessorized minimally with a heart necklace various gold bangles and rings oh that red wagon bring back some memories dog i used to remember being pushed in that Mm Mm-hmm. the radio flyer wagon uh yeah good for them man see Mm -hmm. it's kind of stuff that take i was so stressed out before i had this wine and these whites now look at me Mm. Mm. magnifique uh daughter cleo was wheeled down the aisle in a red wagon where she was scooped up by her papa the little one brought joy to her dad and the crowd and she began to clap while in her father's arms at the same is his baby yeah okay reminds me of a little black boy i saw at the publix today Oh, that little boy was so precious. Honey. People in the chat can see it, but uh, y'all won't. Other other people listening to this lady won't know, but it's uh my shirt has Black Panther like at the Olympic met winning the Olympic medal with uh, Iron Man and Captain America next to him, and Black Panther's doing the Black Power Fist in the air like the like you know like the uh, the Olympics. Um, that famous uh, photo and uh, this black kiss. He was in. He was in the buggy. He saw my shirt. He said, Black Panther number one. Black Panther number one. I said, that's right, dog. <laughs> he was in his grandma lap about to fall out. Right. His grandma was looking like, what the hell got this boy so excited? <laughs> right. I'm like, you right, boy. Black Panther number one. Come on. Yeah, we was coming out. She had to look at the shirt. She was like, I got to look at your shirt to see what you had my grandbaby wild up about. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is number one. We gonna, I'll see you in Wakanda, little man. Come on. I wish Wakanda was real. My black ass would take my passport and move my black ass there uh they wouldn't allow us in 
uh the little one brought george ah! <laughs> they're not letting no americans in. they're like nope Mm-mm. like stay no you fix your white people we, right. we're good we over good here. we good over here no the little one brought joy to her dad in crowd she clapped in father arms after saying i do neve and laura had their first dance as man and wife by the pool while guests enjoyed cocktails neve's catfish co-host max joseph gave the toast to the bride and the groom probably between tears oh she'll never get to be with neve now i know oh. following that ceremony <laughs> i like her leg she got her leg shining yeah she got that thing wrapped on her leg too that you throw mm-hmm. to the uh bridesmaids yeah man it just looked real relaxed man don't it's, it though like i normally hate the pomp and circumstance of um of most Wait. weddings mm-hmm. but that shit looks super r- relaxed Laid and cool look like after that ceremony like fuck it yeah i still well, wouldn't have went but i'm, I'm putting i'm putting on a hangs t-shirt and some shorts yeah like i wouldn't wait to their wedding if i was a friend but that's still dope man uh, yeah i just, I just sent a, a cute gift yeah that's cute anyway man good for you white folks mm-hmm. your matrimony i hope uh hope she doesn't catfish you neve okay i hope she don't either uh makeup free Katy perry channels sports chic as she puts on an incredibly leggy display in tiny shorts in beverly hills oh shit caddy is back and all 53 percent of her haircut come on she took a break from her hectic life as an international pop star to soak up some sun on an italian getaway recently and uh, and for caddy perry caddy perry it was back to business that she made a visit to the diamond face institute in beverly hills on saturday oh shit the 32 year old singer put on an incredibly leggy display as she went makeup free for her trip to the beauty clinic well that makes sense i mean why the fuck would i do your job for you it's like cutting my hair and then going to the barbershop no thank you buddy i know what the damn am i paying you for right the only thing i only people work i do for them before i show up is the dentist that's it right because i don't want them to make me pay like ugh, oreos this is gonna take a long time to get out your teeth mm-hmm. bring out the drill you know but as far as uh if i'm going to a beauty clinic you goddamn right i'm going to make up free you make me beautiful caddy proved to be low-key chic for the outing in an adidas top which boosted which boasted cream and red hues the roar songstress teamed it with a pair of matching sports chic inspired shorts which flaunted her incredible pins keeping it comfortable before she embarks on a world tour which will see her in a number of towering hills caddy opted for a pair of chic sliders mm-hmm. caddy hid her features with a pair of shades and a blue baseball cap and seemed in the zone as she listened to her music. I wonder what she was listening to. She strikes me as the kind of person that listens to her own music. Right, yeah. that's what I about to say. She listens to her own shit. Mm-hmm. I came in like a... Mm-hmm. She listens <laughs> to herself roar. Ain't she the roar lady? Yeah, she is roar. And you gonna hear me roar. Right. Like, you gonna turn that shit off? Her outing comes after Caddy revealed that she always loved the Taylor Swift, loved the Taylor Swift. Uh, she always loved Taylor Swift despite their differences, which saw them embroiled in the three year feud. Yo, you fake as fuck for that. You lying like shit. You know you didn't always love her. You was, mm-hmm. you was talking that shit. Come on now. Speaking of today's show, to today's show's Richard Wilkins. Is that not a brother? Mm. Hmm. Richard Wilkins. No. So white dude named Richard Wilkins out here? Right. That nigga on Gerald and Dominique. Ah! <laughs> you know what he do? You know his he be like, bitch, get back on the corner. His, 
he's like my people my family own lenny gerald and dominique you know what this nigga owns that suits you up the street up there up there mm-hmm. up, uh, uh tavola now y'all it's a place called suits you and it's really spelled suits in the letter u mm-hmm. i laugh every time i pass that fucking store uh anyway speaking of the, to richard wilkins in an interview and it is a white man i looked it up just now that aired on wednesday the bon appetit artist said she's well and truly moved on from their feud i mean i love her i always have caddy said before continuing we've had our differences but i just continue to say god bless her on her journey mm-hmm. you fake ass nigga i don't believe you ma'am last let, let taylor say one more thing about you right you don't come out the woodworks i knew that bitch was fake yeah the truth gonna come out mm-hmm. but taylor be like well i'm not done with the beef fuck that bitch you will be like you stole my dancers last month caddy addressed the drama that with taylor during a promotional witness worldwide live stream i'm ready to let it go the swiss song uh songstress uh told thrives global podcast ariana huffington before breaking into the 2013 disney anthem i forgive i forgive i forgive her and i'm sorry for anything i ever did and i hope the same for her the 13 time grammy nominee continued i think it's time there are bigger fish to fry there are real world problems in the world you know what i'm saying and i love her and i want the best for her and i think she's a fantastic songwriter According to TMZ, their bad blood stemmed from three of Swift's backup dancers quitting her Red Tour in 2014 to join Perry's Prismatic Tour. Well, yeah, of course, you're ready to forgive. You the one that did shit. You stole the dancers. Oh, so she stole her dancers? She stole the dancers and then talking about some, I'm gonna be the bigger person. Bitch! Yeah, I'd be mad too. Be like, uh, yeah, you purposely stole my dance. Now, if they left on their own, that's one thing, but you purposely strategically coming and stealing my dancers? Come on, dog. Come on, dog. What are you I'm talking about? I'm not even about? mad at dancers. I'm mad at you. Right. I know Taylor's somewhere. Bitch, get out of my face. Like, bitch, get out of my face. <laughs> she was like, yeah, we can squash the beef. Yeah, because she got an all Taylor channel. Mm hmm. You, you, you betrayed your friend. Y'all used to be tight. Y'all had all them pictures together. Yeah. And he stole her dances right off the middle of her motherfucking tour. Nigga! Why hast thou forsaken me? You said you was loyal, but you wasn't. You said you was faithful, but, but you were my last bitch. Mm. Yeah, she, um, yeah, you can forgive when, uh, your shit come out and tell her, like, hey, um, yeah, release all my old shit. Mm-hmm. She already got you once oh she was like oh her shit coming out i know, you know them sales took a hit them streams they took a hit right because she could have you know what taylor could have put her shit out the day before the day after but she strategically was like when her shit come out that's when i want it released taylor tried to complain about a straight up enemy pop star in her rolling stone cover interview that september she did something so horrible and the this is what you came for songwriter said without naming names i was like oh we're just straight up enemies and it wasn't even about a guy it had to do with business she basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour she tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me she wouldn't say her name shortly after cat that's why people think you're a snake taylor just say your motherfucking name we know y'all don't like each other come on shortly after caddy tweeted a mean girl's reference watch out for regina george and sheep's clothing mm. well until i hear taylor say the beef over the beef going come on i don't believe shit talking about your you gonna do it for yourself fuck out of here nigga oh i i'm just ready to move on and i forgive her and everything i did i forgive myself bye <laughs> buy my album um oh remember that super mom woman that got uh kidnapped and turned out she was uh racist and had and uh seemed like it might be fake 
come on well she is now living as a recluse eight months after she was kidnapped while jogging as investigators refute critics who say she made it all up i don't even know how she got the title supermom i swear she named herself that like swaggy p named himself swaggy p the california supermom who disappeared for three weeks last november after being kidnapped by sex traffickers now how they gonna sex traffic you they didn't even no sex trafficking happened Mm-mm. she was like they just no traffic or sex happened they they were brown people i had them i couldn't see because i had a mat i don't mm-hmm. know what they look like i didn't get no names oh you're the one that went into the church ain't it yeah, yeah. uh church was it a church she went into it was one of we talked about what where she faked it and uh she went to a church and she was in in on it with some oh, that might be another no, that's a different woman. one that's okay. the woman that said she got raped by some black dudes right uh she's now a virtual recluse who is trying to put her life back together the disappearance of the pretty blonde wife of keith papini 33 and the mother of tyler five and violet three sparked one of the largest manhunts in california history can y'all explain why she's called super mom though that's all i want to know I, I don't know what does she do to make her more mom than other moms like can she fly can she is she faster than a, a speeding bullet and more powerful than a locomotive how is she super mom and the rest of y'all is just regular basic ass moms investigators looking into the case are told the dailymail.com they're still having no news on the case but continue working on the assumption that she was kidnapped oh you, okay okay y'all just go okay that that's fine that's fine all right that, that's what we we got the resources for that right listen we gotta believe her she wiped uh since returning her to her $128,000 family home in Shasta Lake, California, Papini has lived in a reclusive existence with the father-in-law Kenneth 63 saying she is now battling to pick up the pieces of her life. Speaking exclusively to the Daily Mail, he said, "It's been hard for them and they've they're trying to put their lives back together." She talks to the sheriff, she told him everything she knows about her kidnapping, but he added, "Even we don't know everything." Another family source who asked not mm-hmm. to be identified said the couple have been through enough he said they've been through a lot they've been through more than enough already but they will be okay neighbors living close to the Papini's home which was purchased by the couple in april this year say the mother of two is rarely seen and does not interact with people living nearby they also said she no longer jogs with assists that it was unusual to see her running even before their parent kidnapping she's a quiet person said joyce allison set 77 she keeps herself to herself and stays at home with the kids i've been here 12 years and i've never seen her jogging the only time i ever spoken to him keith was when she went missing he came to ask if he could search my yard uh another neighbor douglas lee 64 they're here they're around they just kind of keep to themselves to themselves so this is nothing new i've seen him around a few times the kids as well my mother-in-law seen her the papini home has been owned by the family for more than 40 years and once belonged to kenneth and his ex-wife kathleen 59 tucked away down a pothole to dirt road on the outskirts of shasta lake if you're kidnappers and you're looking for it it occupies a shady plot of land fringed by local ponderosa uh pine trees shout out to jackie christie uh the couple moved onto the property shortly after papini split from her first husband platoon sergeant david dreyfus 32 who now lives in south lake texas in 2007 uh yeah so um yeah it's kind of interesting man because like i said they had those message board things with her saying a bunch of racist shit then she's like oh some mexicans kidnapped me and i'm like how okay who, how can i believe you how can i believe you dog what's the trick hope it didn't happen to her but 
um just saying gotta be careful with these white women's where'd they go who the black people that did this right they disappeared right anyway uh but the the police say they think they still operating like it happened wonder why Mm, wonder why i wonder white i mean i'm sorry did i say i wonder why Mm. Mm. exclusive oh shit not in caps blindsided a strange husband of ben affleck's girlfriend lindsay shook us was convinced they could reconcile until six months ago when he was told about her betrayal by a close friend of the actor. Oh, shit. Ben Affleck out here shaking the damn table. Come on. Taking this, taking this white woman from her. Alabaster King. Mm-mm-mm. That sound like he, uh, <laughs> pretty upset that shook his, uh, shook his ass off. Come on. Mm-hmm what could it be what is what is that what are you doing mm. i'm sorry excuse me i'm just uh enjoying these sour grapes you brought what you got there sour yes. grapes sour grapes you brought them sour grapes sour grapes sour grapes you got them sour grapes sour grapes got them sour grapes sour grapes got them sour grapes oh yes you do you got them sour grapes sour grapes sour grapes got them sour grapes sound like you got some sour grapes guys let me tell you something uh, people got a lot of jokes out here about this batman shit and ben affleck and his his divorce and all that ain't too many women on this earth turning down a prime ben affleck coming off a batman being all jacked come on y'all seen him without that shirt y'all seen that workout montage and that terrible movie he was in nigga ain't nobody turning that down that's that your woman is gone what they you know the rules of the game your bitch chose me yo bro your girl is gone you can't even be mad at her bro Mm mm-mm i thought we was gonna reconcile well nigga she did too she ain't no ben affleck was out here just slanging his dick right that changes the whole game i mean the bad outfit come on who right. was expecting that sorry bro don't i mean it's it's it sucks it, that, that definitely sucks but it's like if, if fucking uh coffee cerebro was walking around just throwing dick out to to <laughs> people that was trying to reconcile relationships it'd be a lot less relationships getting reconciled it is what it is anyway ben affleck's new girlfriend Lindsay shook us and her estranged husband have never divorced because he always believed they would reconcile sounds like your sound like a you problem tv producer kevin miller only learned of his wife's affair six months ago when he was told by a close friend of the actor about her betrayal the news delivered in a shock phone call blindsided him and signaled the end of any hope he had of mending his marriage to shook us what's worse miller now suspects his wife's secret on again off again affair with batman star affleck was the reason behind the separation a close family member of miller has disclosed let me tell you the reason behind ben affleck's separation uh he's ben affleck and he was fucking so because before it was your wife it was uh that nanny woman come on like ben was just out here slanging that dick dog it is what it is it just fucked up the whole dick market for you 
miller 40 married shook his 36 in a lavish ceremony at the country club of buffalo new york back in 2010 they separated in 2014 but miller still held a torch nigga you should have been filed them papers miller yeah! <laughs> right how is this her fault i thought it was a chance mm, okay mm-mm, mm-mm. but miller still held a torch for her for the mother of his child hoping they would eventually patch things up for the sake of their four-year-old daughter but you know what else is gonna help your four-year-old daughter seeing your happy ex-wife getting dick down <laughs> on the rag by being fucking athlete it shows her that she can believe she in dreams Mm-mm. you know it, this is your daughter she four she probably love batman come on she when you come to the house batman it's batman daddy i know I, come on bat dad <laughs> bat dad he walk in and be like ah mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I choose you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, walking every, every time we walk in the door, it just plays. You want where the fuck this music come from? All these muscles. But according to the family member who was not, you know what? He probably walk up to him. Your bitch chose me, dog. Mm-hmm. You know the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Your bitch chose me. She chose me. And we can settle this like <laughs> me and we get just some gangster shit. shit. Hey, it's up to you, dog. Right. Uh oh man you ain't you ain't no pimp yo rest saving for, for hoes um miller was this de- <laughs> wine is too good miller was devastated <laughs> to learn that his wife had moved on with affleck did i read this oh someone he had just met and worked closely with on uh, saturday night live <laughs> mm-hmm miller who now works on a late night with seth myers tv show in new york city was a producer on snl which is where he first met his wife in 2002 it sounds like a lot of people met your wife at snl you know what i'm saying sounds like snl stands for sex night live <laughs> when it comes to your wife bro shook is still a producer at snl and met affleck during one of his stints presented on the show miller's family originally from kentucky now believe that news of affleck and shook his romance but going public may finally prompt a divorce the fact man put the, the the stamp on them papers and send them in what's wrong with you right the family member said kevin thinks Lindsay's relationship with ben has been going on for at least three years everything points to it but well y'all did divorce in 2014 it's 2017 i mean y'all got separated then i mean what the fuck <laughs> Why, why are you mad i'm still trying to understand why this man is mad you know maybe if i reverse the gender roles on this people would understand it right. and they would probably be on his side because that's exactly what insecure does and y'all fall for that every week Aww. anyway um the uh but kevin didn't find out until about six months ago he got a call from someone as close to being as is possible to be nigga is jennifer I, I like how they say somebody real close to ben it was jennifer we actually read an article where she talked to this nigga and met him yep um and they told him it was going on he knew immediately there was no men in the marriage it was a final nail in the coffin oh yeah you ain't gonna be batman you gotta give her a batgasm but there was not been a divorce i got some bat wings for you let me clip your wings if i can just reach my bat utility penis ah! it's just never happened the call blind this bet deal though for your girl the call blind side of him he had no idea the relative says the whole family now suspects that affleck may have been the reason for miller split with sugars 
no one in the family knew about ben when kevin and Lindsay split but looking back now we can connect the dots and see it was probably the reason i think Lindsay and ben's relationship has been going on since her and kevin's daughter was about three months old she's coming up to four now the relative said that regardless of what happened both miller and shookers have always put their daughter first they said kevin and Lindsay live in different apartments in new york and share caring for their daughter they work that out really good both of them are really good parents she's a brilliant mother he's a great father they take good care of their daughter she's a great little girl who loves them both when asked about the millers what the millers family thinks about sugar's dating hollywood superstar affleck the family member replied well she's free to do whatever she wants to do it's just one of those sad things that happens and i assume now this divorce will be on the cards for them we're small town people and folks do things differently in hollywood so we'll see kevin's not bitter sad or mad he does he's doing well he'll be fine he's the nicest guy anyone will ever meet in their lives no one will say anything bad about him the relative said miller is is currently in a relationship choosing to concentrate on his work and his daughter he has her the majority of the time trying to be a good single daddy right you know making them uh making and they're making them hamburger helpers I hope we make a better grilled cheese than a uh, tiger you gonna snatch you up a good woman in a little in, in no time bro you know you know he will don't worry about it Mm-mm. okay there's a tasha for you too <laughs> yeah sitting out there waiting just waiting to appreciate a mm-hmm. good man there's an apple waiting for you to pluck her from the tree mm-hmm. <laughs> just wait ready to appreciate a good man mm-hmm. that's just never had somebody to believe in him mm-hmm. there's a pomegranate and wait for you to put her in a fruit salad <laughs> Uh, I think we're drunk. <laughs> I, I would say the answer to that is yes. <laughs> the real, uh, anyway, he he loves working on Seth Myers' show and taking care of their daughter. Has kept in contact with Lindsay's parents and speaks to them all the time about their granddaughter. His parents have known about Lindsay and Ben ever since Kevin found out, so they have had several months to process. They hate to see him go through such heartache, of course, but thankfully, this news about Ben is not a surprise. I know Kevin has known Ben professionally for some time on Saturday Night Live, too. He has interacted with him several times over the past few years. But Kevin doesn't have any bitterness. He just wants their daughter to be okay. Well, good luck, buddy. Now she's got a bat dad to help her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we do any more? How do you? megan fox shows off her black bra and seductive image to promote fredericks of hollywood's lingerie and her instagram followers go wild oh shit this is the same megan fox you do transformers thumb fingers yes oh Oh, wait toe thumbs oh i know who this white woman is by the way i hate when people point out that she got thumbs that look like toes because she's still fine like everybody niggas act like oh she not putting them toe thumbs nigga she will stick a toe thumb up your ass and you'll love it fuck out of here right oh sit well, on like, the couch what i gotta do with her pussy it still work fine right 400 pounds sitting on your couch talking about you wouldn't fuck megan fox fuck out of here you right. lying ass nigga that doesn't know and it's funny though a lot of these ashy ass dudes talk shit because they know these women wouldn't think twice about that right she walk in and look smile at your ass your dumb ass would be talking about white girls evolving um megan fox shared a, a very arresting image on instagram i have to just make the news the transformer star was seen from the mouth ah! from the mouth down why did she not put her face in the picture it's your instagram we know it's you right, right? who else put it up there right you supposed to do this with with sexed you're like oh let me cut my face out i don't want nobody to know it's me that's 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 the the 
what do you call it the uh procedure on the internet okay right but if it's your instagram we know it's your titties come on anyway. who else titties is that she had a strap around her neck the mother of three is a spokesperson for fredericks of hollywood the 31 year old tennessee born bombshell left no caption comments from her four million followers included amazing and so fucking hot yeah i mean okay <laughs> okay this is news y'all breaking news mm. white people are like we can't keep up with what trump's doing with all this economic mm-hmm. anxiety but megan fox so fucking high right you know this is why they drink wine eat trees and take pictures of their toes and post them on instagram just then if you get to see megan fox titties you may think they're attractive come on coming up next on white people news Megan received over 200,000 likes in 17 hours and not one white woman wrote an article talking about being intimidated by the fact that a mother of three could take such a beautiful picture and how she was fucking up the the Mm -hmm. selfie game and my self esteem Mm -hmm. and they feelings was hurt. Right. How dare you make me feel? Mm hmm. Uh, her eyes could not be seen, but the model was unmistakably Fox. Uh, the wife of Beverly Hills actor Brian Austin Green. What? Beverly Hills 90210 actor Brian Austin Green snagged that. Oh, shit. She looked very slender and was flashing her tummy. Fox often shared photos and Fredericks. I feel like she fucked up, though. If she hadn't fucked up that Transformer money, she could have got a better quality of man. Yep. No offense to Brian Austin Green, but come on, dog. Your, your star was shining a long time ago. You should yeah. not be able to snag up somebody like Megan Fox. Her stock was way too high. Yeah, your area at the Transformers one. Right, your area code has changed from that nine zero two one zero. I don't know what it is, but the show ain't that area code. If she wouldn't have fell out with fucking Michael Bay, who knows? She could have been fucking Ben Affleck right now. I don't know. Come on, she fucked up though. Fox often shares photos of if Fredericks of Hollywood on Instagram, and once she was showing off her bottom, and another she had on lace. In June, she was seen in a makeup chair. She got ready for a FOH shoot. The movie queen looked flawless with her hair and makeup team around her. The star is best known for her role as Michaela Baines in the Transformers movie. She has worked in 2009 in Jennifer's Body as well as 2011 Friends with Kids. Well, I know her as April O'Neil from Trans... Oh, okay. She looks yeah. good in this. Yeah, she she plays... Yeah, from Turn- the... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She oh, was, she is not playing. Right? She stuck All them, she need is a whip, honey. Stuck them little uh pancakes out there for oh, set them out. I like them things she got going on her legs. That's that that that's flame emojis. Brian Austin Green. You came up, bruh. Yeah, he did. Yeah, there she go putting the cheeks out in the purple. My favorite color. Mm-hmm. I see you, girl. In 2014, she had a hit with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and two years later followed up with a sequel. 2016, she was playing Reagan in the TV show New Girl. This year, she made Zeroville with Frank, James Franco and Joey King. 2016, she told the LA Times she just knows things like how at age two, she knew she would be an actress. I accidentally tap into stuff sometimes. I used to do it as a kid. I do it as an adult. I crossed over and saw Future String and the string means string theory. She also said, okay. She also said movie starter may not be all that for her. I don't think acting is my ultimate passion. I have other skill sets and gifts that are much, much stronger that I'm obligated to exercise and use. I'm really more intellectually minded. I've always been into alternate history, antiquities, archaeology. Oh, maybe she can be a Confederate. I've always, I've always been that really. That would be good. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean that for real. That'd be a good get. Mm-hmm. I've always been consumed by these deep mysteries that exist in our planet that can't be explained with today by science. They eat away at me. Name some 
Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, that's probably enough. How much time have we gone? I don't know. Oh, it's already right, two and a half hours. I could talk about these white people and drink this wine forever. To be uh-huh. honest with you guys. Mm. And this wine, y'all. This wine is delicious. This wine is so good, y'all. Oh, it is so good. What is this called again? I don't know, but honey, Sardon. Yeah, if if but Sardon Bernardat Fish. Yeah, and it's a light wine. It's 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 somewhat bubbly. Oh, we went through this. We only got a little bit left. Listen, we might be finishing it all. I'm gonna try not to. I doubt I behave myself. Uh. What were you doing? Uh, sore ratcheting this time. Sore ratcheting. Y'all ready to get? Yeah, yeah. I got extra white people news while we sip this wine. Wine and white people. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make this a recurring segment. Yeah, I got to get some crackers and cheese for real. Maybe we can do this, uh, we can do this, uh, once a week when we promote Triangle Wine. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, this is some good ass wine, y'all. TriangleWineCo.com code TBGWT. Get you your 10% off. Go save y'all some money. Go in there and get lost like Roderick did. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. We got more coming, by the way. So, it's gonna get drank. Anyway. Oh, it's gonna get real drank. Some men got in a fight in New New York uh, uh, with a sword and a trash can. Wait, a trash can and a machete. Of a sword and a trash can? Oh, what a trash can do to them? Uh, apparently. Oh, it's video of this? Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Let me put this on the screen. Hold on. Uh... Y'all need to see this. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Men fight with trash can. Alright, uh damn, these niggas are going at it too. Um, how do I play this? Is it showing? Uh it is now. Alright. Damn. He had a machete, he on the side of the street, slapped it on the first of all, why the fuck did he slap the machete on the sidewalk? What the sidewalk do to you? You trying to prove to the dude that it's a real sword? I guess so. What are they fighting about? I don't know. Who is this woman in the dress between them? Girl, move. You're going to get cut. Oh, oh, the brother got the trash can. And then he picked up a... Oh, he must have been his phone. So he must have, like, had his phone laying on the sidewalk and dude hit the phone with the machete. So then he picked up the phone. And the brother... Oh, getting back in the car. The brother oh! got the trash can. Damn, he tried to open the door. Oh, this nigga swung the machete and and dropped it because he has no fucking sword training, y'all. That's why. Idiot. Oh, oh, where you going, bro? Where you going? Let me talk to you for a second. Oh, now, oh, brother got him out the car. Oh, this nigga kind of strong, man. Brother, like, he work out. And he working out on this man's face, too. Yes, he is. Meanwhile, the machete in the middle of the damn street. This fool done lost his machete because he got no training. That must be a white woman, cause she went and told a white woman. She's like, I am calling the authorities, okay? Oh, you're black. Oh, he opened up the oh, door. Oh, he opened again. up the door, threw a bottle at him. 
and then oh damn the car in drive oh come on this is pathetic you wasted you a waste of a sword right and ain't nobody afraid to get hit by ongoing traffic shout out to all the people just riding by like all right then just another we, day in new york yeah we get zero fucks about what's happening over here i'm trying to get home y'all done ruined a perfectly good trash receptacle now that's gone. i know the trash man is gonna be mad when he roll up there going what the fuck and that's it shout out to the real mvp whoever recorded that shit and didn't help nobody right <laughs> i just not thinking about that the dude was like you know what i'm gonna record this shit you know why because they said this is a motherfucker with a sword i'm not helping nothing come on i'm not gonna end up in the article nope anyway uh that's probably horrible podcasting if y'all could went in the chat to see that fight y'all like what the fuck just happened i'll tell you what happened a nigga on a sword and he shouldn't have he wouldn't right. have got his bold ass out the car and got his ass whooped in front of his woman if he would have not had that sword he would have stayed in the car called authorities on whatever that brother did come on and get, or drove off and been safe right which is what you should have done but she got her ass in the car you should have got your ass in the car and locked the door white people gonna white lock the door agreed all right y'all we'll be back tomorrow well uh, probably Mm-hmm. and we'll definitely be back wednesday for game of thrones Yay! so we'll talk to y'all then uh until tomorrow um i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.